Y'all can see that we just took a shot at the exact wrong moment. If you listen and you couldn't see us, but that's what happened at the. I just spilled my liquor all Lord. over the guest host, Lord oh, Jesus. No, oh my God, Every... are you? I'm... Not on her outfit, just her agenda. Oh right. Jesus, not Christ. the outfit. She added a if y'all flavor. can see that, y'all got to see oh, that. Listen, the outfit Christ. is giving everything it's supposed to give. Welcome to Go to Girls Podcast. It is your girl Des, the executive <laughs> producer. Let's introduce ourselves so we get this show on the road. Okay, okay. Before we okay. get all the way over there, our lead host. It's your girl, Missy, the one you love, the messiest one you know. Welcome to Golden Girls Podcast, everybody. All right, so who we got over there next to this? Um, the other host. Oh, me. Oh. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> hey, y'all, DJ. We only one shot in, y'all, I swear. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's DJ, you know. What's going on, y'all? Hey, DJ. <laughs> hey, DJ. We got some guests in here. Yes. Yes, we do. Okay, so tell everybody your name and what you do. All right. My name is Kirsten Miller, um, also known as DJ Honey Red. Um, also known as the Nail Tech. The Nail Tech. The Nail Tech. And the Nails is giving. And the Nails are giving. Very much so giving. Um, I also am a, a social worker by day. I work with rape victims. Um, and I can do whatever I put my mind to. Honestly, I do whatever. I do it all. Yes, Jack of all ma'am. trades. Of all. I love that. Jill of all trades. Okay. Jill, Jill. of all trades. <laughs> okay. Period. I, okay. Yes. <laughs> See, we love intersectionality on this show. Like, people who wear multiple hats, we so down for that. And as long as you can manage it and be healthy and be happy, do all that shit. Everything you're interested in, everything you want to do, I'm so for it. So that is so good to hear. Now, Kirsten, what makes you golden? What makes me golden? Honestly, I would say it is my personality. Mm. Um, I'm very much so um, one of, just an individual, excuse me, Ooh, excuse me, y'all. It's that, okay. We can do it. Yeah, we can do That's the liquor. I ain't no dinner. That's the liquor. And it was a cute little bird. She was like, it was adorable. If I was at home, I would have been like, I would have just edited it out, girl. Girl, we pulled on work over here. Period. But no, um, what makes me go to my personality? Um, I'm very much so somebody who just loves to be free, loves mm. to live freely. I love for people to do whatever they want to do as long as it's not interfering with somebody else. Um, I take people as they are. And I ain't going to act like I don't judge. You know, I'm going to say, oh, I'm not a judging person because I don't. But ultimately, I do. You know, mm. a little bit. You know, we, we all do. Some of do. Is a little. Mm. Right. You be like, I ain't judging, but I'm judging. <laughs> um, but um, I'm very much so open. Just just love to just do whatever I want to do, whatever I put my mind to. I feel like I'm completely limitless. And I feel like others are, too. So I think I always push others to push themselves, too. So I think 
I think just that part of me just brings others to me and it just it just brings this vibrance. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Golden Girls is all about. That glow coming from the inside because we all can brag about all of our accomplishments and the things that we do um, that we work on every day. But when you can come in here and say, I just love who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. That's a dope ass thing. So I love Thank that. You. Um, so Des, I'm going to let you go into the next segment because you you do it so well. <laughs> All right. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about the Midas touch. So I'm not sure if you guys know, but if you watch our show, I know you know, and you might be tired of hearing me saying it, but I'm going to say it again. <laughs> so um, if you've never heard the story, King Midas, um, he's from like a fable, like a, you know, a, a tall tale pretty much. Um, but King Midas was a king and he did a bunch of good deeds and basically the gods were like okay well since you did all these good deeds we're gonna give you the touch of gold so everything you touch turned to gold so he went around and just started blinging blinging some stuff up and you know we just feel like there are people that we know that everything they touch turns to gold mm -hmm. now he ended up touching his sister or his wife or something and she ended up you know being gold and couldn't move but that doesn't matter that part doesn't matter <laughs> um <laughs> The part that we're going to highlight is that everything he touched turned to gold. And there's just people that's walking around in our community that we feel like they just golden it up. All right. Mm -hmm. And so today in our studio, we got somebody that's just golden it up everywhere golden she goes. Yeah. Came, came in here with our gold on. If y'all can see her shoes. Okay. Man, listen, listen. To our I have to put that leg yeah. up now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 My head. I came to work underdressed today, it. baby. Yeah, I feel so underdressed. Yeah. It's all right, though. I'm happy, though. Right I'm happy, though. Look good. Gave me a mood boost. Soon as she walked in, I said, yeah. I, I love it. Yes. Listen, came in like whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm in the I said, okay. Oh, yeah, we in this bitch. Listen. Okay. I'm going to get dressed next time, I swear. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, but anyway y'all, this, this, um, <laughs> this day, because they done messed me up. Um, we giving the Midas touch to Miss Karsten Miller. Thank you. And so um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit more in detail. And, you know, tell us why everything you touch turned to go. Okay. Um, a little bit about me. Let's see. Um, I wasn't always this uh, golden. Well, let me not say that. <laughs> I wasn't always confident in who I am. Mm -hmm. and, um, mm -hmm. So I would say, like, I didn't have, like, a terrible, terrible childhood. But I definitely had some troubled times that um had some trauma that definitely impacted me in my older years and my self-esteem was always really low um no matter I'm surrounded by a big family and stuff like that but even so like I always felt alone always mm. felt like I didn't have anybody always felt like just always in this dark cloud mm -hmm. and it wasn't until like I really got to college that I kind of started like branching out of it a little bit addressing those traumas okay. and things like that and even in adulthood I just really like toxic relationships, terrible situations, or just even stuff that I put myself in and I didn't hold myself accountable mm -hmm, for. Mm -hmm. um, all of those things, I really like just said, you know what? I need to change up. I yeah. don't love myself. I'm not acting like it. Right. And so right. with that being said, um, I just went on this self-care, self-love journey. I've been on it for the last couple of years. And honestly, I just really went hard into it and just did everything I wanted to do. Like no limitations. No, there's nothing that I can't do. You mm, know, there's I nothing that. that I won't, you know, not won't do. But, you know, I'm yeah. just like, what do I want to do? Oh, I say I want to go to Paris tomorrow. I'm booking a flight right now. Like, whatever. I ain't got the money. Don't worry about it. Figure it out another time. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. I'll figure it out when I get yeah. back. Whatever, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. And so that's just kind of how I've been moving. Um, 
So just a little bit about me. I come from a two-parent household. My mom is, oh my gosh, she's so spiritually connected, you know? Mm -hmm. But she's also a woman who had been through some dark things and brought herself out of it. And, and, and that, seeing that inspired me. I love it. Um, yeah. And it really just molds me into who I am. Same thing with my father. You know, he wasn't able to really bring himself out of a few of those things. Mm -hmm. However, um, just always pushing me to be a better person than what he was. It's just mm -hmm. those things made me. So who I am is just someone who really believes in people, who really believes in myself. I believe in my community. I'm all about black on everything. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm all about helping. Like, if it don't hurt me, I can give it to you. If I got it, you got it. And even sometimes I might even take an L, mm -hmm. you know, just to make somebody else get up. You know, I'm, I'm really into that, helping others, elevating others. Um, what can we do as a group, as a unit? Because we're more powerful that way. So yes, I, love I think that. that's a good, you know, synopsis of who I am, where I came from. How did I get here? Okay. I'm amazed by that. It's 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 not it easy yeah. to get to the point. I, I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. It is not easy to yeah, get to that. Like, I know my worth. I know I can do yep. this. I'm not going to mm -hmm. limit myself. Yeah. Oh, I want to, I want to be a photographer. Let me go. It's, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's not hard. easy to just yeah. dive into yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Right applause, okay. Like your real passions and things. Well, you know what I will say, to be honest with you, it wasn't easy. Um, I knew I had to lose myself to get here. Um, and I'll tell you when I knew I lost myself and it's crazy. I always thought my biggest fear was failure. I always thought it was failure. Like mm -hmm. if I fail my kids, if I, fail, I don't even got no kids. Okay. I was worried about failure. Yeah, about stuff I don't we, even got. we worry about that. Right. Right. For real. And That's the thing. It wasn't even until I lost myself and I knew I lost myself that I was like, Oh shit. Like I'm messed up. Like I, I gotta figure something out. And I knew it was, I pulled up to a church. My mom invited me to church. It was like family and friends day. And I always used to go to church and then I stopped for a minute and I knew mm -hmm. that something was wrong there. I stopped going for a minute mm -hmm. and then I uh, pulled up and I, and I sat in the car and I couldn't get out. I could mm. not get out the car. And as soon as I pulled up tears started rolling down my eyes, I wasn't even trying to cry. I wasn't even sad that day. Tears uncontrollably started rolling down my eyes. And I was like, whoa, you toe up. And then my mom had to come out to church, come get me. And she came and she brought me in. I couldn't say nothing. She kept trying to talk to me. My mouth was like, it was like somebody sold my lips closed. Mm. And she was like, she already knew. My mom's my best friend. So I'll tell her everything. So she already knew. She said, it's this, isn't it? And I would, all I could do is shake my head. And I just broke right then mm. and there. And I was like you got to start changing now. And that's when I started like making the steps to change. Mm -hmm. Like even in situations where I'm like, I know I shouldn't do this, but this is what I want to do. Even though this is hurting me. I would call my mom. She was like, just walk out the door right now. And I'm like, I can't move my feet. I'm, I'm not ready to move my feet. She's like, just walk, just walk. And I couldn't do it. And so it took me just keep being in those situations, having accountability partners, continuing to pray, mm -hmm. you know, I'm continuing to push myself and challenge myself. Like, the things that I was dealing with, like, oh, like, being alone, loneliness was a big thing for me. Oh. And um, I didn't know. You didn't know all the little points. Oh, yeah. It triggered so many different things. <laughs> yes, it let yes. me, because I would make so many different decisions, not even just with men, but just in general, because I didn't want to feel like I'm in a dark space by myself. I'm willing to do anything to get out of this. And I had to make myself sit in those spaces and cry myself to sleep every day. Um, I had to make myself 
do these things that I didn't want to do that hurt me so much mm. to get over it. And so it took time. But once I got to that point and I kept praying, even though I wasn't, I was like, I don't see nothing, God. Like, what's going on? Like, you need to hurry and put something in my face because nothing's mm-hmm, changing. Mm-hmm. One day I woke up and it was different. I just woke up and every, my whole life was different. And I was like, wow. And like, to the mm-hmm. point where I couldn't even fathom what I felt like yesterday. Oh. I couldn't even, I was like, how did I, how did I even get there? How was I even in that space? I couldn't even, it was like, God wiped it away. Mm-hmm. And so like from then on, I just kept pushing. And I, that's always a reminder. Like even when those little situations come back up or those challenges come back up or those tests, I'm like, yo, remember where you came from. You don't want to go back there. Keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, so I will say it's, it's, ne- it was never easy and it will never be easy. Even mm-hmm. now I'm in a great space, but I still had them nights where I'm by myself. Like I'm, I'm still a single woman by myself at home. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with a situation, but it ain't where I wanted to be, mm-hmm. you know? So you got to yep. talk to yourself and keep yourself up. Like, look, you still amazing out yep. here. You yeah. do amazing things. Yeah. You will have amazing things. Watch your Jamie Foxx and eat your ice cream and go okay, after bed. Absolutely. You know? I love that. <laughs> so um, here at Golden Girls, in Golden Girls podcast, every month we've had a theme, something mm-hmm. that we wanted to like give women a platform to talk about. And so this month, it's about spirituality. And that's why we have Kirsten here because uh, we've been Facebook friends. She's in the Golden Girls private group. And um, she was sharing a part of her story on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I was so compelled Cheer to reach out girl. to her. Yeah. And um, I was so compelled to reach out to her because I was like, that's really ballsy. Yeah. Like, you know, because it's one thing to go through something and overcome it. But it's another thing to be vulnerable and speak out just because, you know, it might help somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so that's ballsy as hell. So I had to say something. You yeah. know, I'm a DM slider. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I know better. We was on the phone. She was like, wait, hold on. I'm reading this. Yeah, right. like, so she read, oh, she read it to me. And yeah. I was like, I was like, she was like, should I DM her? I was like, yeah, let's just do it. <laughs> I was like, see what she said. Like, let's, yes. let's do it. And so um, and so we were able to talk, and that's why I was like, yeah, she definitely has to come on the show because um with the spirituality thing, we're not pushing one thing or the other. We're not trying to tell people how to feel or how to work through their issues or anything like that. But spirituality is a part of everybody's journey mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form, whether it's through astrology, religion, um, you know, shadow work, whatever it is that you do. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like it was important for us to have these conversations. And so I'm so happy you're here to share your story with us. Um, and I know like it's some, it's some, this going to be a good episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. We got two so- shoes. Right, um, listen. Oh, we, we got sleeves. What y'all talking about? No, wipe your tears with We're gonna get some. <laughs> <laughs> in the bathroom, but hold on. So, um, real quick, because well, two things. Um, our Facebook user that is watching us right now, Shantice, who is one of our uh, panelists at the Golink Summit that's mm-hmm. coming up on January twenty eighth. She said she's proud of you, sis. Oh, thank so, yeah, you. She watching yeah. live thank and you so she much. said, um. She said it's a great time to talk, especially during the holiday season. Yes, so, it really is. Um, um, but then outside of that, real quick, because I people who are watching visually, y'all see another person sitting here. So I just yes, want to make so sure. Another person in the shot. Yes. So I just want to make sure. <laughs> right. We say something to it because she right here. Um, so if you listen in, you can't see her, but you watching Arlene is sitting next to me. So um, she doesn't have a mic or anything because she's actually here um, kind of just 
just observing. She watching. So y'all know if, if y'all don't know, she real smooth on the camera. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Real bad. She, she real. She is, if you go to our website and see most of our pictures, most of them she's done. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's real smooth on the camera. She does a great job. Um, sis will get all of your things looking right, especially if you promote products and stuff like that. Sis yes. will get you together. Yes. But she has been one of our biggest supporters forever and so she's agreed to you know just come on and do a little bit of visual with the podcast you know i'm trying to get her to bite to see if she want to help in this realm and be mm-hmm. over here because it's a lot you know and so um yes that's why i see her right here so real quick you want to say hey yes i want to say hey too i want to say y'all follow me to offer us media.com so you know i'm getting it all together my instagram y'all can follow me Doing photos, so let me know. A period. Um, this message has been brought to you by Author of <laughs> Period. <laughs> Come on, plug. <laughs> okay. Period. Listen, oh. you listen. We support who support us. That's, right. That's it. Absolutely. Um, and so, Kirsten, I gotta ask you a question. We ask all of our guest hosts because you are a part of our Facebook um private group, and so that makes you a golden girl, honey. And so um, in your experience with golden girls and what you see online and, you know, following some of us here and being friends with us, like, why golden girls? Why do you continue to be a part of the group? Um, why did you come today? Like, like, you know, do you love us and why? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Y'all real. Keep it real. I love it. I love that. I, I love individuals, period, who don't wear a mask. Mm. You know, it's just being real. Stop trying to front, like, you know, for media or yourself or whoever you're trying to impress. It's just real. And it's like real situations. It's just it's just real. I, I vibe with people who are just like me in that aspect. So absolutely. You all are amazing women, um, beautiful women, Blushing. great personalities, very welcoming, very warm and just real. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, right? <laughs> yeah, she said that about us. That ain't right. we ain't even get to the realness. <laughs> yes, right. Good Lord. Okay, okay. You look not me blushing like I'm right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. And um, like we just to I guess to be clear, we ask because being transparent, we're a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And so we have to prove that our mission of what we're trying to do and trying to create safe spaces for black women in a nutshell um we have to prove that it's actually working so we mm-hmm. ask people because mm-hmm. we want to know we want to hear from everybody else's words so we could be able to show you know with somebody like yeah. essence call us and say hey y- y'all want some money absolutely look give look them the money right. give, us us the money. give us the money, give us the money. Yes. so thank you we appreciate that <laughs> thank we appreciate you. that thank so you're welcome yeah. So we're going to roll right into the next segment that we always got to, because you know we're going to talk our mess on here. Even though it's about spirituality, I'm still missy, all right? <laughs> and so, but before we get into it, I got to check on my people and make sure y'all good, sis, mm-hmm. okay? And so um, this is the mental health check-in, and during this time, we ask each other how we're doing, uh, what we need, and how we're going to get it. And when I ask you how you're doing, I don't want the grocery store answer that you say in passing right. when you see people. I want to know how you're really doing. Like, what are you thinking about? And how is your how is your spirit when you go home? And if it's not so good, what are we going to do to change it? And if it is good, what are we going to do to maintain it? So that's what the mental health check-in is about. Okay, y'all? And so, um, DJ. Yes. How you doing? <laughs> like, how are you doing for real? Uh, I am. I'm not that great. Okay. I, I'm. I'm not. You know. I'm. I'm glad to be here, and this is like a, whew, like a breather. Mm-hmm. You know, both my grannies in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, kids is just 
kids, right? Yeah. Like, they, kids. they just the kids real, kids. It's, yeah, it's getting real bad right now. I'm mm-hmm. like about to, mm-hmm. I feel it. I feel like I'm about to snap, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just something about watching your elders be elders, yeah. right? Like get, they get old. They get old. Mm-hmm. Like my mama had me when she was 19. So my grannies was they was young. Yeah. Right. They was cutting their grass and doing this and doing that and da 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 da. And one day I looked and I'm like, you you getting old, you can tell. I yeah. said, whoa, mm-hmm. wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not you can see it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not hitting me good. Yeah. Mm-mm. 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 That's me too. Absolutely not. Okay. Uh-huh. And so you know this is a safe space, and I see you holding back, and you know what I'm about to tell you. But also, Bessie, you might as well pull a shot. So well, that's, no, for real. That's why. Uh, that's so why what do you need though, shot. DJ? Like because, like you said, it's a lot. So what do you need? It is, but I, I don't know what I need because it's really that's okay. That's okay. It's nothing I can. Well, I guess that it's nothing I can do about it, right? Mm-hmm. So. Watching the process. Yep. Give yourself a break. Yep. You need a break. You need the grace to be. Here we go. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. It's all Let right. It yep. it, it's hard to watch that. Mm-hmm. Like my granny is my mama. Right. Right. Yeah. I call her mama. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know what to do. Yeah. It's nothing I can do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we love you, DJ. Yeah, yeah, we love you. You know we're here to support yeah. you. And it's I'm happy a, you're here. Mm-hmm. And thank you for being vulnerable with us, too. Absolutely. Because I know that's super hard for you, DJ. I like, do not like really, that. So I know. You really, you really jumping off that if cliff with us. DJ. Yeah. And she, <laughs> you know, she dying right now. I, I swear, she but... And oh I know she hates it. She hates it so much. A piece of a tear. Right, listen. It is killing It is killing me. Girl, they can't even see that little tear that dropped all over the picture. Oh, my God. All they see is napkins. I hate it. I hate it so much. But no, DJ, um, but I know yeah. it's hard, but legit, like from our point of view, you navigate and you know, and you probably don't think you're doing a great job, but since you're doing a great job. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, on absolutely. top of that, and on top of that, you are literally growing in front of our eyes. Absolutely. Like, and so I'm I'm very proud of you, even though listen, <laughs> yeah, listen. Oh, uh, look, you ain't mute your mic. There you go. Do it. <laughs> I think we needed it. it for the show. It had a little rap yeah, yeah. That's what I'm like. You know, it's okay. We oh, yeah, go sometimes. This is a safe space, and sometimes when it gets safe, it get raw. And sometimes you gotta put a little. I got tissue in here. Okay, we in therapy's office. Well, I'm about to say it's plenty of that. It's plenty of tissue. One of my clients brought it. Because I, I ran out and she was like, You ain't got no tissue. Next time she came, she had a whole bunch of tissue. I said, Okay, girl. She's like, I know your other clients be needing yeah. it too. I said, Yep. We <laughs> love you, DJ. <laughs> yeah. um, Thank you. And but I felt I felt you come in here heavy. That's why I came to you first. Because I already know what's up. But yeah. you gotta talk about it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We, like it's you know, some days I'm all right. You yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. working, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah. it'll yeah. hit you. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes listen, come in here, put it down. Even if it's for a second. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. why I'm glad I'm glad to be here. Yeah. And we're glad to see you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And that's what this is. This, 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 that's what this is for. Yeah. That's what it's always been for. Yeah. yeah. And thank you for like legit being vulnerable and like because I as y'all know, I do estate planning and I talk to families, you know, who go through this stuff every day. And it is hard. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people dealing with it. That's why I'm so grateful to you for being honest and you know, talking about what you're going through. Cause that's mm-hmm. a real transition. 
And um, especially for our age group, it's a reality for a lot of us. Like, damn, now mm-hmm. I gotta start doing Christmas. Like, right, yeah, I, I I'm start ready. Why can't make no whole turkey? One of my, <laughs> one of my, cousins, I just got turkey wings down. <laughs> one of my cousins hit me up like, we ain't did shit all year. Y'all know that, right? Like, we gotta do something. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I do. Actually, yeah, but yeah, however, we do. With DJ, I'm gonna tell you Damn. something. Put the cake down. If they yeah. calling you saying something needs to be done, they can plan something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You already yeah. tired. That's what yeah. I was like. You Call really could be like, yeah. plan. You, you could be like, yeah, we do. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'd like to call and that. say that to y'all. That's what I said. I'd like to do that. Yeah, we do. I had to figure that out. I can't do that. My sister taught me. Y'all call me when y'all figure it out. Let me know. I'm gonna show up. Y'all right. tell me though. So I, I bring the good food. Me, I bring the chicken. I remember I was having a hard time because I'm like, bro, every time my phone rings, somebody asks for something. She was like, okay, so pick up and ask them for something before they ask you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you're damn right. She was like, <laughs> she like, or you can ignore it, but if you don't want to ignore it, <laughs> ask they ask for something. Right. They ain't got it. You ain't got it. Boom. Right. Problem solved. Right. But yeah. So, um, Destiny. Yes. How you doing? You all right? How you doing? Um, I am. I'm good. I'm. I'm good. My anxiety is very high. Um, but I. Well, my anxiety always high. I'm pretty sure I say that every week. Mm-hmm. But um, it's high right now because we have officially like really said we're about to do this summit. <laughs> And um, you said <laughs> <laughs> they about to have we. I did y'all about say to it. be just okay. like me in this summit. I, <laughs> crying. I did say it. Um, I did say it. I, I I am the one that pushed it. They all told me we needed more time, and I said no. And so, um, now I'm just sitting here with my anxiety of it because I know I'm the one that said it. And if it don't go well, I'm gonna have to eat it. And um, but I think it's gonna go well. I'm just you know it's gonna go well because we're gonna make sure it do. I. Absolutely. And, and every motherfucking day I've woken up and I'm like, whoever got to get fired and cussed out, going to get fired and cussed out. <laughs> so, y'all. Please know. <laughs> huh. If y'all on my team. If your shit ain't together, you getting the fuck up out of here. I have been cussing people. Please know. <laughs> okay, shut up. Okay, shut up. See, I hate y'all. Shout out to my team. Shout out to the Golden Girls group. Because, baby, I've been on their necks. Okay. She's been on our ass. I have so been long been that her foot gets stuck. Hey. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you tried that with the floor. Not you tried. <laughs> this don't make no sense at all. Get your foot off these hoes next. Okay. I, I feel the pressure. I I press, feel, I, I the pressure is getting what's up. I ain't trying to get fired. I got I got the job to do. I'm not about to she get fired. She got me over here talking to TikTok. Y'all. <laughs> this is the silly. Y'all always do. Speaking in reels. <laughs> I, I can't never talk because. <laughs> I, 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 that's a lot of tequila. It's nope, it's, it's not. mostly ice. Okay. You remember? You remember? I guarantee you. Remember I told ice. you? Remember I told you they they make me the toxic. I need it's some juice. Okay, not no juice. They make it easy to make me the toxic one. Remember I told you that before the show. You see, I told you. Is this mine? It's mostly I'm ice. I'm gonna be sending a you up text when we leave out here. Is this liquor? <laughs> yes. Ooh. Okay. You know what? I'm still in my mental health okay. check in. I need some more juice. We ain't have to go here. I was just trying to pour in peace. I'm still you trying to make peace, peace man. 
Y'all, I promise y'all, they love making Missy the toxic oh one because I'm an easy target. I ain't putting that much in there. I ain't gonna hold you. Anyway, but when DJ Party uh, drinks, she show. <laughs> and DJ we done had her in here crying today. She after us. They all lie on me. They all lie. Her hair was shaking when she was pouring it. Yeah, look, she's like, shit. We need two cans. All of lying on me. Filing it a little bit. Arlene tucking that pineapple juice over there. Give us some of that damn juice. It's in front of you. See, look. How are you doing? Yes, oh my god. I was still mentally checking in. <laughs> um, okay, so, Ooh, so my anxiety, um my anxiety is high, but you know what? I'm gonna be honest, I'm really excited about it. And I have been wanting to do something like this for a really long time and bringing black women together to learn about themselves and learn about and to experience each other and talk on a level of like mental wellness and like, okay, I'm not crazy. Like this is a black woman experience because it is special. Mm -hmm. And I just really want us in the same room to just love and discuss and grow and just be like, I, 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 I'm with all of the goal setting and the business conferences and this and that. I'm I'm with it, but I that ain't this. This is a black girls come and be, mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about who we are today, and we're gonna love who we are today, and we're not been finna talk about 18 goals mm-hmm. and and checking off everything off them damn list, right? And being better in 10 years. We're gonna talk about the fact that we're the shit. Right, right, right now, now. Mm-hmm. and why, and and why we can take that cape off, and so I just, for me, like that's a dream, like it is. I I don't know if mm-hmm. I'm corny or not, but nope. like that's a not real at dream for not me. At all. And so I'm really excited. I'm very dedicated to it. Like I'm waking up, spending so much time on this summit, like so much more yeah. time on it, um, because I do really want it to be amazing. And then on top of it, I'm the keynote speaker, um. That's a hell of a thing. That's a whole different conversation. Um, I'm kind of stressed to figure out about that. But it's okay. That With that too, that's just like I'm asking everybody else to stretch in that room and grow. I I had I feel like I had to stretch the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going gonna, gonna to bring us home. Period. Yeah. So, Period. So my mental yeah. health is I'm having high anxiety. My brain is already on January 28th. I didn't skip Christmas. I didn't skip New Year's. I didn't skip it all. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. I'm really excited. Um, And if y'all see me on edge and I'm tripping, it's because I'm nervous about this summit. So just give me a little grace from now to January 28th. Love y'all. Yeah. And my team, I love y'all. But this is just the beginning, so. Yes. Well, sis, I don't know what to tell you. You're doing great. Thank okay, you. it's going to be great. The keynote Absol- is going to be great. Okay. okay, and shameless plug, I will do the DJing for free. <gasps> I sure will. Don't. I'm not we playing. Play I, don't think, I'm playing. I don't think she know who. I don't. I don't know I'm, if she knows. I'm serious. Not even lying. You she can't know who I am. Kissing, she can't just. Um, you can't just throw services in our face. That's no, what because going. you know I'm, that's what I'm about to going. put this. I'm about to absolutely throw them. Um, I gotta write. Let me that's write this down going. so I don't forget this. Let me get this. You need me to sign a contract? I'm serious. No. It's support. <laughs> like you have to realize that every like we support what you're doing. Like, we support every, we support what you're doing. Everybody is here because we support the vision. But listen, we're gonna take a shot now. You done talked yourself right up into it. Hey, they gonna put our 
shit off. <laughs> they gonna cut us off. You know they only give us three seconds with the bullshit. Like <laughs> and you already know it's about to be a good time. Your Facebook be like, now you know you're on the right track. Facebook be like, three, two, cut it off. All right, but no, for real. Um, pour that shot because we just got a donation. Period. Thank you so much, Kirsten, because that's deep. That like <laughs> you just you just started some shit because uh-huh. this is a this is a, a slippery slope. You just yeah, <laughs> that's what I said. I was like, I don't think she understood. You can't wave services in our face. Yeah, we're we gonna take it. We're gonna utilize we, them. We, listen, Every one of them. You said you. You said you got what? Remember right. <laughs> that time you DJ for us? You feel like doing it again? <laughs> the people love you. Yeah. But no, um, so mental health check-in. Kirsten, so how are you doing? Like, oh, it's on me now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take a little shit. Go ahead, me. go ahead, go ahead. So um, um, how are how are you? I'm good on the surface. Um, it's been a hard few months. But I'm trying to pull it together. Mm-hmm. Um, How so? Let's see. My mother is going to have surgery tomorrow for breast cancer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we just found out a couple months ago she was diagnosed. And mm-hmm. it was just like a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I found out during work, right before I like counseled a, a rape victim. And I just couldn't even like be present when she said mm-hmm. it. I'm like, I literally have a client walking in in two minutes. I got to call you back. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's like. I'm sorry, I called. <laughs> like, <laughs> my hold on, like I just remove my emotions for the client. Yeah. I can't, I yeah. can't tap back into it right mm-hmm. now. I put them under the shelf, you know. So. Right, right. Um, it's been a hard process. Um, I have had a lot of support in regards to like my friends, my girlfriends, and um, my family. Um, and also the person that I've been dealing with. Um, they've been as present as they can. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, like, it's it's hard to, like, deal with that because I try not to get off into the spiral of the what if. Yeah. Um, yeah because the what that's if hard. is what messes you up. It is. Then so. That's fucking me up right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then even thinking about, I just try not to even get in that spiral. I, even when I feel it coming on, I'm like, no, no, no. Like, you mm-hmm. got, like, you. And so I yeah. kind of feel like in that sense, I don't allow myself to feel how I really might feel. Mm-hmm. Um, And so it's kind of like, Lately, as of the last few months, I've been having outbursts, like anger outbursts, mm, you know, mm-hmm. to the loved ones. You know what I'm saying? It's not even towards like people I don't know. It's been the people that I know who know me or maybe they can handle it. So I think it's like self unconsciously I'm doing it. But my body know like, all right, this is the person you can lash out at and it's, yeah. you can clean it up when you, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not my character to even be in that field anymore the area anymore i'm usually more controlled emotionally i'm more emotionally intelligent but i have not been i have not been these last few months and um i realized oh kind of need to go back to therapy maybe you mm-hmm. know you took the, i was about to say are you in therapy yourself right right and especially because so, you're providing it for people yeah. and you're going through stuff right it's, yeah. it's no break ever uh-huh. and it's it's a lot you know especially the, the fact that i'm in a traumatic field every single day yeah, yeah. yeah it's 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 too much and so like Having to do therapy and make you feel like, damn, just something else I gotta do. Yeah, it's another task. I just want to go home and lay, lay it down. You over here preaching to the choir, yeah, okay? And that's, right. that's yeah. very and that's yes. very interesting because people don't really say it like that. Like no, therapy, yeah. you know, while is is trendy and it's this great thing and it is a great thing. Yeah, it's like it's something else on the list. And even sometimes with spirituality, religion, it can be that same yeah. feeling. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I want to be closer to God and I want to practice X, Y, and Z. 
but damn, I only get two days off of work. Right. Yeah. And then one of them, I got to spend half the day. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it can be hard. Yeah. It's like a task. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A chore sometimes. Right. So um, I understand that. So what do you think you need? Um, <laughs> This is going to sound crazy. So like, I know what I need. Oh, let me not say no. I know what I want to need. What you want to need. And I, I, want, like that. I want the person that I've been dealing with to kind of step in a little bit more. But I know they're not in a space emotionally to do that. Because they're dealing mm. with a lot of trauma as well. Um, and mm. that's hard for me. I'm so understanding about what they're going through to the point where I don't take it personally. But it's also hard on the days where I'm really human. Mm-hmm. And I'm not as understanding. And it's like, I just really need you for this. You know, I don't always really want to talk. I just kind of just want you to be present. Just be here with me all day and hold me all day, mm-hmm. you know, or mm-hmm. just watch a movie with me all day or just, I just want some type of connection. Right. And then the, the other side of me is like, you don't need nobody. You have you, you need to make sure that you are in control of how you feel to where you're not relying on other people, you know? So it's like a split personality type thing where it's like the times yep. where I want to rely on other people, I really want them to be able to be all hands in, you know, and I you don't want to have to ask for it. Exactly. Or I don't want to have to feel like a, a another obligation to you. I want it to be easy, mm-hmm. just like it's kind of easy yeah. for me. But yeah. I also really understand, you know, and I also want to then I have my moments where I don't want to be as understanding. I just want to just feel how I feel. Yeah. yeah. So like as far as like what I need, you know, I'm trying to have a balance of that where it's like a balance of relying on others to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but also relying on myself as well to fill those voids as well. Um, so I just need to find a balance where I re- I allow myself to feel and also not distracting myself with just watching TV at home or just laying down and not being productive or, you know, just. But you don't have to be productive 100 percent of the time. Well, when I say productive, I'm even talking about just making sure I keep me up at mm-hmm. the house, yeah. you know, yeah. like. Hey, I have my moments where I allow myself to just the house, and I'm a neat freak. I'll allow it to get into a pig stop. Like, ooh, chat. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm one of the people, like, you can come over anytime. You can say, hey, I'm around the corner. I don't got to clean up before people come. Like, I'm like that. However, lately, gee, you better call me. But just me. imagine, you know. So this is the thing. Right. This, you, is, you this just... is interesting because I always wonder why we do that. I mean, not, you know, because having a clean home is peaceful right mm-hmm. but me and my husband talked about that before because like like my grandma came in time for my wedding and the house was immaculate the whole time but she was literally cleaning from sun up to sundown and so i was telling him i was like you know i was like i love the way the house looks when my grandma is here you know what i mean but that expectation is just not realistic yes. to yeah. me yeah. Mm-hmm. like literally to keep uh, you know, especially if it's like a whole house and if it's just one person mm-hmm. to keep it immaculate, it's, it's too so much, much it's work. Too much. Yeah. And so if you end up being a slouch, sometimes I feel like you deserve that. I agree. I guess I'm just okay. That's where that. Let me talk about the split personality I got. <laughs> it's, split it's, personality. Given, it's given surviving superwoman. Oh, girl, yeah. I can't that's wait for to come in and summon. That's given. You, like, you know the real deal, but you have your set expectations for yourself that are not realistic, and you know they're not realistic, but you're still trying to do this, even though you would never tell anybody else to live exactly. like Exactly! Because really I weird. was definitely about to double social work you. Like, I, do you tell your clients this? Because exactly. I know that you don't give <laughs> the expectations that you're giving yourself right now. Mm-hmm. I know you don't. And we all do that. We right. all do that. I, like, it's yeah. crazy. Yep. We literally have to stop doing this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
It's so, not feeling a feeling like you got to have it together. Because so, are you even communicating yeah. these things that you need? I will say. Directly? Um, To a certain extent, a little bit, not really. What? So okay, so let's. So my other question is: Is what a black woman so gonna do? Is we gonna start up? When it comes, to, I'll say this: For my friends, I've communicated. Okay. For my friends, I've communicated that. To the partner, I have not because they have already vocalized. I can't, you know. So I don't want to put on another. Ex- uh, expectation on them when they've already said I'm really not emotionally present I'm not here so us even being in a situation where we're even dealing with each other that was like by like look like God God brought us together but hey we're not in a space where we really should be doing this you know so it's like I can't put anything else on your plate when you already told me your plate is full so I'm not communicating these things even though they would expect me to and I know they would try I already see that their their thread is being as stretched far as possible so I haven't communicated this because hey I you already told me where you're at and I see it I physically see it so I'm not going to and I just kind of adjust on my end I was mm. gonna say it's not I get it. It also mm-hmm. sounds like you deciding, like you not allowing them, them to, choose, to decide. You, choose, yeah. you, you choosing yeah. for them. I would yeah. agree. Um, yeah. And you know, that's beautiful. Is that fair? But it's not really fair. It's, it's not. Ugh. It's not. It's not. And my mom tells me all the time. Yeah, and She's once like, again, we gotta stop. <laughs> that's that's doing that. Yeah. Superwoman. Yeah. <laughs> giving superwoman. Okay. And I know because it's just it's just a habit. We're literally embedded to consider what everybody mm-hmm. else got going on. Mm-hmm. And it's just like just communicate what you need. Just like they told you that you know if they can't, they'll tell you if they can't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. you know. But I, I and I, I'm the pot calling the kettle black. Swear yeah. I was like, like, but I don't know. I, like, don't do, I I'm, feel I you like a motherfucker. It, so. That's why I'm able to see it. I'm like, I, oh, she sound like me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she sound like all of us. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, trying to do the balance in that. Right. Yeah. So, um, so mental health check in, Missy. How you doing? What you need? How you gonna get it? Okay, boom. You ain't even let nobody else ask you. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I had my face on the mic ready. Oh my bad, y'all know I was just trying. To I feel like we need. A, I don't think we need a group. Missy, how you feeling? On, on. on three, <laughs> one, two, three. Missy, Missy how, how you doing? Feeling? Shit, I know. <laughs> um, so I'm in this weird space because I can feel um a shift coming for me mm-hmm. um which i'm excited about because it's like i'm staring i'm staring like the woman i want to be in the face type mm-hmm. shit like mm-hmm. she's right here we looking dead ass at each other and she looking like so you ready to drop that other shit and come on or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you scared type shit mm-hmm. you know and we staring each other at the face and i already know what i'm gonna do because i'm just that type of person i'm gonna step into it and do what i gotta do to You'll go do to it scared mm-hmm. i'm gonna do it scared um, the crazy thing is, though, is like the like, and I talk to Des about this all the time. I am a little, or no, a lot afraid <laughs> of losing relatability. Oh, this mm-hmm. conversation, yeah. Okay. Um, what does that mean? So, like, you know how you start growing and changing and looking at things different, but you've always had the connection with the people around you mm-hmm. based on certain ideas, certain ways of thinking, you know, this is how you bond it. And then I'm, a, I, I, I know that I'm about to make a change. And a lot of things that connect me to the, to some of the people I love most is about to be cut off. Mm-hmm. And 
I, you know, I think I'm a, I, I'm about to evolve into a person that they might not understand as much as they once did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I might not be the person that they can call and, you know, spend all day dumping on me or I might not be the person that they can call and, you know what I mean? Like I just jump up and we can go out and stuff like, you know, it's just certain sacrifices when that you're I know leader, I'm about to. When you're a leader. Yeah. You sometimes have to create trails for people to follow Mm -hmm. and so your experiences are not always um understood by people who are not in the same space it just is and so yeah and leaders are always at the top and it's usually one for multiple followers no you know no shade it's just the truth there's usually one leader for multiple followers and so the experience of that is just not something that most people experience. And so she be struggling because this baby be holding on to trying to be the most relatable, like homegirl. Mm-hmm. Like I am one of the people ever. Right. And I'm like, sis, you shine brighter than most people I've ever met in my life. And so as much as you want to not be that person, baby, it's beaming out of you. It ain't shit you can do no, about yeah, it. Yeah, because it's like I'm just I'm just changing. I'm just elevating. And like even the people that I'm used to just like having some of the deepest relationships with. I'm mm-hmm. starting to talk over their head now a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's terrifying. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, yeah. oh, no, because I, I don't want to you. I don't want to have the perception of being that person like, oh, she thinks she oh, she thinks she, you know, I've always been down to earth. Mm-hmm. Like it's always been one of my favorite things about me. Right? Um, yeah. I had it happen to me a lot. Like, I've swear, always like, been told you like, think so relatable is- to the point where like. Some people got to drop. Yeah, and like coming drop. up, yeah. coming they up, go I was drop. so relatable and cool. Ooh. Like I was like the girl who would always get friends on. Like mm-hmm. that right. was a thing. For right, me. right. But I was just, I'm just a cool, relaxed type chick. And I still have a like relaxed, you know, disposition about me. But the thing is, is just that I just got to step into her and just, you know, let it be what it's going to be. Let it be what it's going to be. It, it, it's going to be it's gonna like, what it's going to be. Either they going to come with you or they going to stay back right. there. And I you wanna... can't look back there with, with everybody that's back there. Like, you, yeah. you got to keep pushing like forward. Like I'm, uh, it's like I'm going from a minnow and I'm becoming a shark. And I want to say just, I don't fit in this pond no more. No. I want to say I you. And I hate it because I love it. Like, it's love love it. to me. This is what I want you to know. Who you are as somebody who's, I've experienced that. As someone who's experienced, that will tell you your relatability doesn't leave. It, it stays with it you. It don't. And so just because you have stepped into this ne- next level of elevation, you are this better version of who you were. The people who can understand it will f- still follow mm-hmm. you, you know, mm-hmm. and who you are is still relatable. It doesn't change who where you came from. It right. still goes with you. It doesn't change the situations you experience. It doesn't change what you understand. None of that. Your language just changes. Mm-hmm. And your audience may change too, but there are people that are going to change because of your growth. You're going to initiate more growth within them because of how you stepped into that uncomfortable space. And they're like, you know what? I saw this as an inspiration. Just like I just said, mm-hmm. I watched my mother go from a situation where she wasn't always as strong as she was. She was uh, very submissive and all these mm-hmm. other things. I never admired about women. I, I specifically didn't like women because of how I saw her when I was a child. Mm-hmm. And then when she grew I into this, I was like, damn, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I want to be just like that. Mm-hmm. And I started walking like her because of it. Mm-hmm. I followed that. 
Mm-hmm. That was an inspiration to me. And not just because it was my mother, it's because I really saw the growth and I saw her elevate each step. And whoever couldn't come with her and couldn't hang, they dropped off. It wasn't because she pushed them off the ledge. They, just they chose yeah. or they couldn't hang. They like, and you can't choose who those people are. Mm-hmm. And right. that's the part that hurts. I wish right. I could. It's a bunch of friends from the hood. I would I love. I yeah. Yeah. Y'all know exactly who my friends are that mm-hmm. I would love to understand me in the space that I am today. Yeah. You know what I mean? And shit, if they listen and they know who the hell I'm talking about too. Like, yeah. I would love it, it, but it's just not... Because for me, it's lo- It's always been a part of the plan, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I like I've never been... Like, I don't sleep on myself. It's not like I'm one of those people who just like Mm-mm. completely unaware of what I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. But I was always okay with just being like, you know, I'm a I'm gonna play my role till it's my time. I'm gonna mm-hmm. play my role until it's my time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now is my time. Mm-hmm. But that means, you know, some spots might get taken. So mm-hmm. you know, like shit is about well, to move around. The whole chessboard is about to get rearranged, yeah. type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, but I have no idea what this next. It's not even necessarily a spot that is going to be taken. Look like, but, but it's the but you know it scares you. Well, yeah. no, mm-hmm. but you also you. It's not spots getting taken, but you got some new job openings. Right. Like mm-hmm. you develop now, you got some new spaces that need to be filled. And just because that person is doing that job over there, they can't come and do this one. Yes, you would love to hire internally, but you can't because they don't have the skills. Right. Mm-hmm. You like you got to kind of look at it like that. So those people that you have those relationships with that you that are familiar to you, keep those in that space for what they are and experience oh. them in that way. I got one friend. We shop well together. Okay, mm-hmm. baby. Yeah. We get together. We yeah. prep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three weeks. You got your money. Like we right, know it's right. going down when we hit the mall. Like we shop well together. And I love everybody else, but y'all just don't give what she give. Okay. Right, 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 right. Yeah. We're gonna be broken that bitch, but it's gonna be great. Like right. and now, and so it don't matter where whatever I got going on when I'm trying to shop shop. I you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I know that's something. Small, but it's like that. Like, you mm-hmm. got to be able to find those things that you still connect to with those people. And sometimes... It's just, I don't know how to explain it when they realize they're getting compartmentalized. But like, you, for instance, like... Because, that's life, though. We all yeah. do it. We all getting compartmentalized. Right. But you've been right. through it, right? So you, like, going to college. Then going to law school, you did that again. Like mm-hmm. you became a lawyer. Like mm-hmm. you did it. Ag- right. Like you, you started you your going with like, twelve bridesmaids yeah. from different spaces of your life. They all came from different boxes that right. you the relatability right. thing. You've been through it. You can navigate yeah. that with it. They go. You just gonna be the most relatable bad bitch in the room. Yeah, now. it just is what it is. So <laughs> you, when you say you struggle with how to explain that, because you know people do approach you. I think I feel like you've been changing. I feel like you yeah, and it's just what yeah. That, it's just yeah. like you, you just you just say this. You have been I'm changing. in a I'm, but I, I am different. I am changing. I'm mm-hmm. actually in a different it's space a and thing. I feel like I'm walking into a, a different space of me. I'm elevating. And that's mm-hmm. all you gotta say mm-hmm. about it. You don't have to explain yourself to nobody. You just mm-hmm. say, you know what, you're right. I am changing. And it's for the better. I really feel like I'm elevating and I'm and I'm being put in a position to be an even better version of me. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing answer. And if anybody hating on that, they don't need to be there anyway. Right. I exactly. of me. What am I supposed to do? Stay the same? Mm. Because yeah, complacency is whack. Because when you yeah. put it there, it's like, wait, we we supposed to stay the same? Because you changing. Am I supposed to stay the same? Mm-hmm. Right. Is that mm-hmm. is that really what we do? The goal is for me to stay the same. If they ask you that question, I mean, they're not changing on and working on themselves themselves. Mm-hmm. They yeah. can't be right because right. you right. wouldn't even want that for nobody else. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so it's just it's. 
Yeah, and it so ain't gonna be just, that direct. You know, it's you just know. like I'm like I'm stepping into the like you know how like you vision it for a long time mm-hmm. and it always seems so far away. Right. And now I can reach it and I'm just like, ah. And it's like this little, you know, something pulling on this back. Little string. And, uh-uh. like, and cut I it. Cut it. Cut that bitch off. Cut that bitch off. Right. As ah. well as stay, stay uncomfortable, it, sis. And it's temporary. Yeah, you you stay know. uncomfortable, you growing. Stay uncomfortable. I, listen, I'm gonna do it like, because you gonna look type back. Of person. I ain't, you know, I ain't, yeah, gonna, been, I ain't gonna not do it. She gonna do it. Like, you gonna look been, back just like every other I'm part. Just like, myself like, wow, I did that. Like we were trying to know the real gonna stick yep. with you. The real yeah. will not leave. The people who are supposed to be with you. And this is where my my spirituality come into play. I really feel like. You know, they say reason in the season. God puts people in your life for reasons for you to learn things. And then also, well, excuse me, reason in the season. Like either they're going to be there for that season to learn something or, or I'm probably saying it backwards because I'm drunk. Yeah, well, I got you. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, the season. <laughs> Drink strong as hell, y'all. Okay. Can't take two juices. I put two juices in I know. I okay. wasted mine all yeah. over my. So mind. basically, oh, you either gonna learn something from that person, or they're gonna continue to stick with you. And so, with that being said, you know, you you're going through your your panels with people. You're going through your your situations with people, and they either gonna roll or they not. And if they don't, that's they did what they were supposed to do. Their purpose was served. Mm-hmm. That's it. You have to be comfortable with understanding that. Damn, I really fucked with you. You was dope as hell, but your time is up, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. okay. And it be your time be up with well, a lot of people. Think about that flip flame cock. Everybody can't yeah. get the flip flame clock. Some right. people you want it, yeah. everything it's over. You they just can't be in you everything. Cannot okay, so here's the thing: because you're so relatable, you're very used to bringing everybody into all spaces of your world because mm-hmm. you really want everybody to feel welcome in all these spaces. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things about you. That's why I didn't stole so many of your friends. It's a lot. <laughs> Absolutely, it's a lot Absolutely. of friends that became my friend. Because I'm, I'm listen, okay? They some bad bitches. I be. <laughs> I be meeting people, getting phone numbers. These are my friends now. I do know some bad bitch. You know, and she be mad because I listen. Her sister Fallon, that's my sister. It just is what it is. Um, it don't worry. Her her you say that. I, she thinks she, everybody. She's got to love it. I'm gonna make an edit. I'm gonna make a clip for her. No, but, you, no. But what I'm saying is that that's a beautiful thing. But now you know because of your experiences that people can't be in every space right compartmentalizing has to happen Mm -hmm. there are some people that get into the wrong lab room and knock the shit over and the room blows up yeah because they shouldn't have been there in the first place they should have been in the touchy family room they should not have been in the damn chemistry room yeah because they didn't blew the shit up and you take blue cross blue shield because i want to make an appointment i do Found a therapist. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Come on, come and visit me in South. She think field. I'm playing. <laughs> I, don't I don't. She know people don't be playing with her. I don't. Listen, okay. Send me, send me whatever you need. We gonna work it out. I'm ready for sure. Um, but yes, you just gotta. Some people just can't. So, I mean, listen. You know, mm-hmm. when you got Kennedy and Candace, they can't come in all the rooms of the house when grown people are in some of the rooms. Right. You know, it just is what it is. And so, be okay with that. 
Because mm-hmm. some of your people, you can love them. You can have these familiar mm-hmm. experiences. But some people got to have a special access badge to get over here. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Well said. And it ain't because they yeah. don't do it on purpose. They're not trying to. But they will run in there and knock some shit over. Mm-hmm. And ruin everything you built. Yes. Everything you yes. worked yes. hard for. Yes. And until they go through whatever training it looks like and pass to make it in, they can't come. Yeah. And like, like, you, you can know- come out. I just gotta trust the process. I'm just yeah. bracing myself. Like you know how you at the top of the roller coaster and it's like, okay, this is it. Right. And it's you like, know what? Woo. This you makes know. me think about uh that J. Cole song where he was talking about how he was uh I can't remember the song right now because like I said, I'm drinking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Again, not my fault. Okay. <laughs> but, um he was talking about how he There's made it. He went back to talk to his homeboy. His homeboy was like, yo, his homeboy's still on the block. You know, selling mm-hmm. rocks and all that. He like, yo, like I look up to you, and he like, damn. When I was a kid, I was looking up to you. That's and you looking 14, up to me. Forest Hills yep. Drive, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Forest Hills Drive. That's yep. the album. So he's sitting there telling him like, so even though the people you may leave behind just because it feel like you left them, that don't mean you really left them. They might still be looking up to mm-hmm, you. The more yeah. than likely, they still we be like, still will be, even though they didn't move on nothing, and you can't actually see them making changes physically or visibly. It doesn't mean that you are not inspiring them something inside mm-hmm. of them. So I want you to think about that too. You are the reason. You are the reason you are golden. The reason why you are in this space. I believe in this. Um, your pain is your preach, ministry preach is in up. your pain. <laughs> your ministry is in your pain. You go through what you go through to help others. It's not for you. It's for other people. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be in this position so that somebody else can change from mm-hmm. that. And even if they don't change where you can see it, it don't mean they're not changing in other ways. Right, right. So you need to move. You preach, move. preach up. Come on now. Y'all about all to see right. this clip you know 11,000 times. <laughs> all right. So all you know all what? platforms, okay? DJ, just note that. We're going to let DJ get in the golden Woo. things real quick. Woo! We just had to hold actually, on. Actually, yeah. Actually, wow. we are gonna take a shot while DJ getting the golden things because now we got to get to the golden balls because I'm gonna tell you, um, Miss Miller, you got me in here. I'm like, oh shit, like, yeah, we got to get to the shit. Okay, so DJ, all right, y'all. So what's going on? Away. Shot and then golden things. Well, y'all, I leaned over here producing. She just pushing buttons. I'm like, what? <laughs> I she, she out here like, ain't it this one? No, no. Stop. Look, I'm holding my hand up because you need some motherfucking edit. This whole. I think the clap was proper. <laughs> it was. I Toxic. Okay, I'm sorry. But cheers. They need to be in my email. type of energy. We need cheers, to put that in ladies. Cheers, ladies. And next we got golden things by DJ, where she gonna tell you all the church announcements. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, where the juice at? Jesus oh. Christ. Church, uh, church announcements. All right. Church announcements. Okay. <laughs> Good Lord. So what's going on? I am here to bring you our golden things. The Shantice effect. I love that. Okay, I love that. The Shantice, Shantice effect. effect. I love that. Is she still watching? I hope she is. Right. <laughs> That's officially her sound. It so, is. first things first, make sure that y'all subscribe to our YouTube page. Um, this is where you can catch all of the foolishness that we do. <laughs> Live, you know, backstage, what it takes to produce the show, you know, mm-hmm. all of the messy mm-hmm. things, the tears, everything, the fits. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Listen. Kirsten, the fit is giving. Okay. This Don't is talk where to you me like this. Yes, yes. The fit is all right. <laughs> Subscribe to our YouTube page to catch all of the back uh the background things. Um, next, make sure you keep up. You subscribe to our Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok pages for the real shit. Make sure you join our private Facebook group, which is the Golden Girls. Um, this group is edit that out. This group is created as a safe space for, for black women and all of our allies. Um, I, they think I'm like magical. Edit that out. Those Edit are, that out. Because she's a producer. You ain't a producer. Super producer. That's is magic. Okay. I can't talk right now. Look, oh, yeah. say the whole sentence. Go. Yeah. <laughs> follow our social media pages make sure that y'all follow our facebook instagram and tiktok for the real shit make sure you join our private facebook like that facebook group the golden girls group this was created as a safe space for black women and all of our allies okay female allies this is a women's really only group. all of our allies it's just the ones that's cool enough to rock it because okay. we will kick you out let's be clear you yes. yes. <laughs> or deny be very you because listen okay you will you get can denied say you're an ally, i'm going on your page if we, it ain't no you people come in there on your who look like me you're your boot we thoroughly monitor the group i don't see nobody on your page that look like me i'm not accepting you oh Period. can i say mm. can i say two things real quick that i did not shout out Mm-hmm. I need you all, if anybody is a sexual assault survivor, it doesn't matter if it's from a family member, a friend, someone you didn't know, any of that, contact SashaCenter.com. They are Black-owned. It's amazing. They have amazing resources to help you through that. Or Avalon Healing Center. Everything they do is completely free. Counseling is free. Um, rape kits are free. Um, anything you possibly need helping you with any type of resources, all of that is free. AvalonHealingCenter.com or Sasha Center. They are black owned. They can assist you. Please do not hold back. I meant to say that earlier. I'm sorry, guys. Ooh, <laughs> then she had her advocate voice on. Turn it out like butter. That's what it's called. You, you got to sober up real quick. It Come is. on. She <laughs> <went to work. laughs> She was like, wait a minute, let me, a, let me do my listen, job real quick. I know. You, know, you know, black women, we cheer on everything. Okay, speech. Exactly. Okay, exactly. okay, let's get back to the gold. We right, are in the right. golden thing. So yes, make yes, sure sorry. you visit our website, www.goldengirlsgroup.org for everything Golden Girls related. This is where you can keep up with events. You can stream the podcast and get to know the women behind the nonprofit. And you can buy merch. Show us your merch. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah. nobody got on merch. Yes, you do. I was about I to got on gold. I got on These hoodies work. I'm hot as hell. They do. Right. I do be hot in this bitch with the hoodies on. Also, if you have visited the website, then you should be subscribed to the Golden Girls group where you will be receiving our monthly newsletter, Yay. right? The Golden Things Monthly that just came out this month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to our um, no, but the checking now was hard. <laughs> they worked hard. Listen time. here, Des and KK worked hard, and it is beautiful. It's I hard. love the yeah. newsletter, right? So, this is where we'll keep you up to date on all of the events. Um, when the podcast drop, um, you can join the live group, um, you can do everything off this newsletter. Speaking of events, because you can keep up with events there too. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Speaking of events, we have the Gold Link Summit, January 28th. Y'all don't even give me a chance to do my job. <laughs> oh, that's just my reaction. When I hear Gold Link Summit, I automatically I need you a new reaction. Okay, go. 
So our, this is our very, <laughs> very first golden or gold link summit. This year's theme is surviving superwoman, right? Mm. So all of us, we know what that's like, right? You yeah. do everything for everybody. You are the be all end all this. You do not rest. You keep that cape on. So this is for, um, this is our personal and the, our personal development and mental health um, summit. And this is where we're all going to get together and just, and take off those capes. We have our panelists, our speakers, our keynote, they our DJ. Uh, <laughs> we now have a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And I got a bunch more connections, yeah. y'all. Stop playing with me. A bomb ass host of correspondence. <laughs> okay. All right. Shoot. <laughs> And yes, Missy is definitely gonna be on the mic. Make sure we make it to every every single part of the and of the event that we need to make. Let it me to. tell you something. This event is gonna have y'all crying. I'm making y'all laugh people that because it's not gonna be right. a box of tissues at every. I've already. It's gonna be a part of the shit. decor. It's gonna be a box of cry. Who don't? Who? I don't make people cry. I'm a real good and, and I'm what a we don't do is lie on this show. I'm a cheerleader. My my practice is literally cheers right. to life counseling. All you right. just said okay. that your client brought this juice. Okay. A whole bunch of them. <laughs> A whole bunch she of tissues. She did buy some tissues, but that, that's because she be crying. Because we need them in here. Y'all she cry, baby. I literally started off crying. She I started the episode crying. So listen, tickets on sale now. Um, you can go on Eventbrite or you can visit <laughs> www.goldengrossgroup.org. Get your tickets to the Gold Link Summit. Get your early bird prices now because mm. they're going up. They're going up. Today's price is not yesterday's price and it won't be tomorrow's price. Mm. Say that again. Shout right. out to DJ. Shout out to DJ. Um, shout out to DJ. So, <laughs> that was hard. That was so difficult. And I practiced and everything and still stuttered over it. Okay. Oh, right. so next, time gotta, here, you next time you got to practice with liquor. Yeah. I don't do that. So, I, I, yeah. So, they be lightly talking about how crazy I am as a leader or whatever. They they be trying lightly. to like under they be trying to like undertone it, but low key they be calling me crazy on the show. Okay, y'all. So y'all know the video but... making the band, <laughs> Destiny making the podcast, wow. making the nonprofit. I'm not, not that damn bad. But listen, okay. So Summit, two months. Get it done. Talking to the team, y'all. <laughs> And you better do it with a motherfucking smile. That's kind of what happened. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> they literally was like, "No, we don't have time." And I was like, "Fine, I'm gonna go over everybody, and we're doing it." And they was like, "Ain't this my yeah. bitch?" Like, you, I thought we had a vote. No. Okay. She, she asked our opinion like out of formality. That nigga don't listen. And that's a nice gesture. Okay, but listen. Okay, <laughs> because I I want to say this. A part of me doing the absolute most is I be pushing people way out of their comfort She's zone, right? She's a pusher. I'm a pusher. I'm a pusher. So I, push. I want to yeah. highlight you for what you just did because I, I, she did not want to do it at all. And at all. Um, she don't like, she also did not want to be on the show and, you know, she's here. So obviously, um, but good job. Thank you. I know you think you stuttered over it, but you did a great job. Thank you. It's gonna yeah. keep growing. It's yeah. gonna keep getting better. Yeah, it's gonna keep getting amazing. You're gonna be an amazing host and speaker. You I'm, already I'm are. On you it. one of the favorites on the show. And so, as much as Whew. you be trying to play me like, you know, you're not great. After uh-huh. we force you and you kids, it be good. Look how far we've come. DJ has, um. Kicked and screamed the whole way. The whole way. And I'm going to continue to do it. I'm going to continue to do it. Every live show. 
she come to everything, we kicking and screaming and whining. We teamed up, we ganged up on her and made her be the host on the show. She they didn't did. want, she she didn't want nothing did. to do with this shit. But she wanted a favorite. They she really did. good. My God. She and really now good. she on here crying. And oh, the church announcements and drinks. Church announcements. The church announcements. Oh, my God. Talk about the drinks again. <laughs> they pushing but me yeah. real out of my comfort zone. <laughs> so, listen. We got to get into the Golder Bowls. Yeah, I'm on my way. Uh, Missy, the messiest one that we all know. Okay. Only <laughs> a bitch like me. <laughs> listen, only a bitch like me can make spirituality <laughs> messy, okay? They just pushing buttons over there. <laughs> How the teachers do when they wait on the class to down? They just look. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna get paid anyway. I got my. Degree. I already got my. Listen, I live for an hour wait. I, I used to be in schools like I wait in the hallway. Listen, I would make kids walk in the same square twenty seven times because did you not? You don't know how to walk in the hallway. Listen, I wait. So yeah, y'all ready? Yep. All right, boom. So we are about to do my favorite segment called Gold or Bold. And so this is I'm gonna knock her out. I thought she was gonna say I'll wait again. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I thought about it. (laughs) This is uh, my favorite segment called Gold or Bold, where we talk about different topics for you know our theme. And we decide whether it's gold, good, or bold, bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you know, this month's theme is spirituality. And Golden Girls has no opinion on whether you do it right, wrong, backwards, forwards. We don't care. We just want to make sure that you making sure you good. Yeah. All right. And so we don't um, care who you pray to, who you talk to. If who you, you pray, if, to, if, if you, you don't, don't, you got what you, whatever. astrology, crystals. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Black whatever magic. You gotta burn, I don't give a damn. Doesn't you matter good? to me. Listen, you got to stick a pen in that dog because that nigga done piss you off. Just All whatever. we fuck is if you good. <laughs> Bury the drawers okay. in the yard. Uh, uh, whatever. Now, this is shit. Now, nah, she told me that's I seen it. I seen it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, <laughs> this month is spirituality. And so um, I got some topics because I want to know what y'all think about certain stuff. So the first one... Uh, I'm gonna let y'all know. Uh, I have a relationship with God. I'm not a religious person, okay? I'm not the one that be going to church and doing all that. But I am a person who participates in shadow work. I talk to God. I feel like God lets me know, you know, mm-hmm. in His own ways. We have a relationship, and I am not a person who does formal prayer. Mm-hmm. I talk to God like I talk to anybody I close. I'm close to, and I feel like if we close, it ain't no code switching. And so sometimes when I be praying, I be cussing a little bit. <laughs> and I want to know, <laughs> am I the only one? Like, Absolutely in, not. Absolutely in real not. life, like, so cussing in y'all prayers, go to bow. Go. I think it's gold because it's been times even when I tried to correct myself, I'm like, oh shit, I got, I, I, I cussed, my bad. <laughs> I, I cussed again I, saying, yeah. oh shit, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's me too. I feel like God cussed. I I how can he not? I feel How? like he do. He made the word. Who deemed these words cuss words in the first place? I think they and they taste good when they come out your mouth. So honestly, I really feel like that's the Lord. Like, listen, <laughs> okay? Because adding a bit, adding a bitch. Bethany judging me over there. there like, don't chuckle your juice, Lord. <laughs> add a little bitch on there with a little razzle dazzle. Feel good or a nice strong, a nice it. strong. The fuck <laughs> at the end. The fuck does Because I'm not no regular bitch. I don't know who you're talking to. The fuck? Think about, <laughs> think about on Flavor Love. I know I keep saying that show, but listen, I just watched that yesterday again. Yes. <laughs> so look, I was I mean, I I just watching reality TV. When Safari said, Lord, 
please forgive me for I beat this bitch ass. <laughs> the lord heard her because he had healed her immediately and she ain't fighting yes. nobody listen sometimes you gotta lord i'm pretty sure you know but i'm being pushed to my motherfucking limit yeah <laughs> they be up there like Mm-hmm, that's her again. listen y'all I, look i'm a gemini <laughs> you know, so i'm a gemini and sometimes it get real it get real intense emotionally for me the the angel and the devil be battling and I'll be listen because the car be the, the the time. That's the place of where course. I be spazzing out. And I'll be like, God, bro, what the fuck, bro? Like, I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to grow, but bro, like, what the fuck? Like, I want to punch this thing up. <laughs> See, I don't like, I don't actively. But once I do that, hey, it's God be like, all right, you got that shit off your chest. Cause that was you the good. Most. You good now? See, and I'll be like, all right, I'm good. I don't make it up, but like get down on my knees and pray, and oh, I, no. and, ma- and I don't do that. But I find myself when I get just so the uh, and I will, and I'm going off, and I'm going off, and I'm like, Lord, listen here, this bitch is trying me, like that, like I will mm-hmm. go in. I'm like, ooh, shit, ooh, listen. wait, you know what? Whatever, it, you, you know how I am. You understand? Okay. You know what I mean? You know yeah. what's in the my heart. The thing is, is like you, you, God, you tested me, and at this point. I can't, I can't rise above and not cuss. I can do the rise above if you let right. me cuss. But you go hear me cuss. Shanti I'm a said, cuss. Yeah, Shanti said it's bold. It, mm-hmm. LOL. It's human, yes. But try your best not to. He's holy. And he's also acquainted with you. I understand The that, Lord also uses the most imperfected people to reach out to the others. So honestly, I think cussing is gold. <laughs> Y'all are nuts. Hey, listen. BMX is a representation. Don't <laughs> play with me. Listen, Fee said, "God knows my heart." No, for real. God, like, that's how I feel yeah. every time, and I don't know if that's right or wrong, but he do. I feel like he do. Yeah, like I don't know. I went to. I used to go to Bible school when I was little. Girl, I was a crazy. I was a crazy. I was too. Well, I, listen, so I was I in church from eight a.m. to three p.m. My so daddy was a I deacon. To I was in there. Listen, it wasn't even my family. Me and Shatora was so close. I used to go to church with them, like their family church, and we used to have to get up and cook. Um, breakfast before mm-hmm. Bible study. Type. Girl, I was mm-hmm. breaking the bread right. from the communion. What you talking about? Child, that's why it. I'm like, oh, I was church, church, but you, you know, know church kids. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, um, it was weird though because my granddaddy went to no, church, but no, at, at one point he was a deacon, and my granny did not go to church. Mm-hmm. He would go, she would not go. Mm-hmm. So like me and my cousins, we going with him. I'm like he's married. taking us in. Like it, ooh, that kind of going to one of our other questions, mm-hmm. but she, you know, it was separate. So yes. I'm like, I don't know. My granny cussed, drank, did all of that, but mm-hmm. then I got a deacon over here. So I'm mm-hmm. like, well, balance is balance. That's okay. what you get yeah, when you got both. I um, I I do try not to cuss when I pray. I try not to. Um, but I do be cussing sometimes, and and I have to have a whole like real ass like, oh Lord, I'm sorry, Lord, damn Lord, oh mm-hmm. man, oh shoot, <laughs> damn it, yep. damn it. like yep. you mean like that, like oh Lord, oh damn it, oh shit, I'm not. <laughs> Lord, uh, yeah, I don't be cussing up a storm, um, but I do. I'm a big, I'm a big like. So for me, I like get on my knees and pray. Like that's a thing for me. Like mm-hmm. I want to get on my knees and pray, mm-hmm. um, because for me it signifies like allowing my body to like surrender in a space, mm-hmm. and because okay. I'm so strong in so many other spaces all the time, and so I have to physically tell my body and my brain when to and hum- like it's humbling. Yourself. Yeah, it does, and so mm-hmm. I try to do it. 
in my sunroom because I can see the sky. Like I try to really like make it a thing, like mm-hmm. um, really get down and have a full conversation. So, so I try my hardest not to cuss because I really want my prayers to, I don't pray as much as I'm sure as much as I should, or as much as is expected. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I do, I really get down and try to make it an experience. Is it bad? I'll be telling God he the shit. Like I could be really no. happy. I'm like, God, you, you, you showed out. You yeah. showed yeah. the fuck yeah. out this time. God, like, listen, he don't care about like, God. boss at work he is the most high we are the most connected right. let's talk like mm-hmm. let's level and let's talk you know i ain't perfect you know i'm not even gonna try to be like you right i'm gonna be me um and you know make the right choices mm-hmm. but listen sometimes i just gotta get a little colorful with the language but mm-hmm. you said try to be like you i feel like god is us at the end of the true, day, I feel like true. we didn't created this facade that he's this way, but he's not. He already told us how it is, and we try to make it seem like it's not. You know what I'm saying? Like I really, even though I do as well, try not to cuss when I when I do pray. You know, sometimes it's just a natural. It that word fit right there is perfect. It's the way to represent how I really feel in that moment. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like, and I'm not gonna say it's not. It's not bad. It's not good. If there's, I feel like it's a neutral space. I feel like he's an all understanding God. Yeah, and he he not judging either way. I feel mm-hmm. like he's just there, you know, he or she. It just me. is. He right. or she mm-hmm. is there to just be present and understanding. Like you are even just taking the time out to just even have a conversation and acknowledge you know, and acknowledge right for what it is. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I fucks with that. You my dog, guy. You my dog. Right, <laughs> right. Um, so the next, so the next one that I wanted to talk about um, is something that I see people debate about on social media all the time, and I want to know if you think it's gold or bold dating people with different spiritual views than you. And I want to clarify: I'm not just talking about religious views because you can have different religions and spiritually be on the same page you get what i mean mm-hmm. so um you know some a person can be christian another can be catholic and they don't have to practice the same but mm-hmm. i feel like spiritually it could align depending mm-hmm. on you know the people and so i just want to know like is that a deal breaker for y'all like gold or bold like be you know having different spiritual views both dating somebody with different spiritual views both for me it'll, never, it'll okay. never work out i've okay. tried it Mm-hmm. I've tried it um, and it did not work out. We were so different and we could never come to that medium because I felt like that was the foundation for both of us. What was different <laughs> um, in your particular situation? I can't quite remember right now. Okay, that's okay. Up, that's okay. But I know that there was a difference and we viewed things so differently to the point where like he was completely different. I think he was like, first and foremost, like I'm not religious. I'm very much so spiritual. Mm-hmm. But I believe in God. I think they were if I can remember correctly, Muslim or something like that. But ultimately, they had a different view from how I, from what I viewed. Mm-hmm. And it didn't line up. And we were so different to the point where I was like, dang, we're not going to even be able to have kids and have like... Because mm. first and foremost, let me say this. If I have children, I don't have children now. But if I did, I would not push spirituality, religion, or anything on that on them. However, I, will, I would still... Um, allow them to be 
um, shown. Right. All right, let me it's show close. you this. Right. And you can make your choice, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and same for the other person. However, it just it just never lined up for us on a lot of different things because it's played a part in other different aspects because the spirituality connected into other things that we were into and that we mm-hmm. weren't into. It just never lined up. And so I realized I really do have to be equally yoked with the person. Right. That's absolutely necessary. And the free spirit in me just was like, let me let me challenge that. Let me see. And it didn't work out. And I said, I will never do it again. Mm. Yeah. I want to say gold Mm -hmm. and not with my grandparents. It wasn't like they were different, you know, Mm -hmm. religions. My grandma was more so like, I believe in God, but I ain't going to church. Right. Right. I ain't doing all of that. But eventually, like now my granny actively goes to, well, you know, she Mm -hmm. actively started going to church and, you know, really got into it. But I want to say gold, but I think it's bold because when you do have children Mm -hmm. and you have those very much so opposite views, what happens with the kids? How do you, how do you write, what do you do with them? You know, Like, cause you have both, you have like one set far as like, say for instance, it is Muslim and it is Christian. And you guys have these common goals for both religions that you now, your family, this is what your instinct is. This is what your family goes by and you go from there. But see, it's really hard if your family is diehard Christian Baptist or, mm-hmm. you know, and you're really di- like deep into your Muslim or what, you know, Buddhist or, it, it, you know, it, if you're deep into your separate religions, it starts to conflict really bad. And it's really hard to tear apart from your family and do your own thing because yeah. you just you raised. Mm-hmm. I'm raised in the church. I'm raised like this. You're supposed to do this. It's hard to tear away from that. I, you mm-hmm. know, I wish people could. I'm gonna do my own yeah. thing in my house for my family, but a lot of people can't do that because they is ingrained in yeah. you. This is right. how we're supposed to be. So it's just like a fight. And, 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 yeah, and, some, and tradition plays a big part in that too. Right? Like how you know how you practice because you might have a person who identifies as Muslim and another one who identifies as Christian, but neither one of them participate and practice all the time. So it, you know, like it, it, yeah. I, and I, I get true. where both of y'all are coming from. But I think the to spirituality add on to aspect that. of it is really what matters because, like, like we talked about a little earlier, you can have these separate religions and the spirituality of it. Um, and for me, spirituality is like the walk of life. So, you yeah. know, I can study whatever religion it may be, but yeah. to be kind to others, to help to mm-hmm. give to mm-hmm. you know to stay centered in some space in the universe so to, it's more about to understand morals. that morals to understand that it's bigger than me understand yeah. that it, I, you know i'm not living an individual life and so the things that are put into me to give to the rest of the world is because i'm contributing to the rest of the world right you know and that's and for me specifically, yes, I'm Christian. So that comes through my Christi- Christianity. But that might look different for somebody who's Muslim. It might look different for somebody who's Buddhist. It might look different for somebody, you know, who's all these different religions. But kind of in that same space, like, definitely have to have the same moral. Right. Because right, right. I think, because even my husband, I think that 
me and my husband have similar religion, but I don't think we practice the same or I don't think we walk in our spiritual journeys the same at all. Right. Like, right. I think we're very different in mm-hmm. those spaces. Mm-hmm. And so we have to process our things differently in the same household. And we have to have our own conversations with God. And we have to... And there's times that we like talking to each other and it's like, nah, I don't understand why you're doing it that right. way. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, but I respect that you doing it your way and then yeah. understanding that I might have to move out of the way for that. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, but I feel like this. So I think that's great. Right. You can, mm-hmm. you can do that as an adult, but when you bring kids into play, that's where things get confused, confused because kids, they are even tr- think about the age and what they're trying in which they're trying to understand their, their own identity. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't, you know, their prefrontal cortex isn't even developed all the way. So imagine when they're getting this from mom and this from dad and they're trying to figure out which one is right. Cause which there is no is such right. thing. Yeah. as They only understand right and wrong at those ages. They don't understand that there is a gray area, but I think they can be communicated with. Like, I think that there okay. can be, I think that, especially depending on the ages, you can explain to kids that this is the way their mommy processes mm-hmm. and this is the way that daddy processes. Okay. And, and you will be able to process in your own space when you get to that. And mm-hmm. these are just mm-hmm. two examples yeah. that you have. And so you can try this one, you can try that one, or you can try another one. But that's like, maturity. Yeah. That's maturity yeah. being able to have those yeah. conversations because everyone's not in that space of maturity be able agree. to yeah. even say that. Shanti you know? said both. If he don't believe in Jesus, it's a wrap. My foundation slash center is Jesus. So he has to align and be able to lead me in Christ as well. We got to be equally yoked in the heart. Okay, Shanties. And I, and I, I agree with that. Because like I said, I think me and my husband are equally yoked in the heart. Yeah. I think that our intentions are the same. I think that mm-hmm. our goals yeah. are similar. I think that we want, you know, yeah. but flat out go about it completely different because ways. I believe like, I believe that you can have people different. yeah you can have people who practice the same religion like for instance you can still have two people who both believe in Jesus and the walk in Christ and they both can be Christian mm-hmm. but the way they go about it is way completely different, different. Mm-hmm. and so you can have a Christian man who you know is an old testament Christian man yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. You can have a New Testament Christian woman mm-hmm. and they can legit bump heads about that. Mm-hmm. And they're the same religion. So, you know, it gets sticky because yeah. there's so mm-hmm. many layers to it. But, you know, yeah. I'm happy we having this discussion because, you know, I think for for I, I just have a real belief that I think that people expectations of relationships are too high. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that. And so I think a lot of like all of the, even all these debates about who going to pay what and who going to do this I and who going to do that. I like them. I think that in in I think that we completely forget that these are two individual people that are coming together. Yeah. They forget human being first. Yeah. They forget it. And and, and, and both and, of these people are on they have two, two separate journeys, journeys exactly. alongside each other. Yeah. yeah. But Agreed. they're on two separate and journeys. And you stay still. on two separate journeys the whole time. Even even when you get Once married, you get married you it's still stay separate. On yep. two separate journeys. Agreed. So there might be times that your partner is on a completely different fucking chaotic crazy journey. Right, and you can't do anything about it right. except love through, love them through, yeah. and understand. And, and you, so you have to be. So in those spaces, you know, you have to lean on your spirituality, yeah, to guide you on how to how to connect with them, how right. not to, yep. how to move the fuck out the way sometimes, yep. how to listen. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and, and then uh, and then theirs in their own space as well. And sometimes that ain't together. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And you got to be okay with that not being together. Because right. my great grandparents went to two different churches. Like, 
my oh. yeah mm. like um my great grandfather uh was baptist my great grandmother was african methodist mm. and so you know like the foundations of it is pretty much the same mm-hmm. you know the bible however they literally went to two different churches and then my grandmother um yeah my grandmother and a couple of her brothers would go with my great grandmother and mm. you know a couple of them would go with my great grandfather and you know that's how they played it like they you know they had two separate i mean even though the spiritual journey of course matters in the household they lived different i would say church lives separate church lives you know so you know yeah but um okay so the next one is a this or that so it's um prayer or meditation this mm-hmm. or that and i i mean i really i i do a combination of both um i i honestly think they both well prayer is just i think is a type of like manifestation it's mm-hmm. just kind of speaking um you know speaking to god and you know it's using your words to like try to make things move you know mm-hmm. give power to the words um and i think the concept for both of those are the same they you know they're a little different um, and then meditation is more so going inside of myself is more so uh, introspection type of thing uh-huh. um, where it's like quiet in the noise and trying to really get to the bottom of like what I'm feeling. And so I'm a person that I'm not a I'm not a prayer or a meditation. I do both. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm not great at either one of them. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, I, I pray. I meditate. I'm with both. Manifest all it. <laughs> I think it's a combination of both for me as well. I don't mm-hmm. think it's anything wrong. Yeah. I don't know enough about either, like one. I know it takes like it's a certain level of discipline for both. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you have to be able to block everything out and just focus. <laughs> right, right. 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 And you like it. That's hard for me to do. Mm-hmm, How mm-hmm. can I not think about what's going on around me? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. I, it's hard to do both. I want to meditate. I've never successfully meditated though. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a skill for sure. And um, you know, and there are apps and all kinds of stuff that help you with the skill. But meditation, the the first thing, the very first thing is just quieting the noise around you. And sometimes, like especially like when you first start, you have to literally be in a quiet space. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's a skill to learn to like disconnect and like go here right mm-hmm. and it's it's a skill like sometimes like especially at the beginning with the guided meditations i will fall asleep mm-hmm. but that's a good thing mm-hmm. that's a good thing i because fall asleep the point, in yoga i like no listen those types of things are tied together because the point is to give the brain a rest it's overstimulated it's too many things Whew. going on like think about how much information and like how much sensory things are hitting you in a day, in a minute. Right now, you got 18 different kinds of lights around you. You're looking at all these pictures. You're looking at an ad on the table. Like it's so, add on this cup, add on that bottle. Like it's so many things you're taking in constantly, constantly, constantly. And so it's really just shutting the brain off so it can like get itself together. Like That's I can't shut it off. Yeah, I can't so, turn it off. So, For no, me, it's prayer. not that you can't. You have to. It's a skill. You have to learn it and be diligent about it. Yeah. And, and it's hard. Like that's. What I'm, I'm not great at it. Like I got a good. 
Like I can like focus in real, real hard. I can get a good 10 minutes. And after that, it's yeah. like, okay. All the other thoughts are And now I'm in. thinking about what's this, what's that? It needs to be done. This yeah. Done. yeah. So, no. done. so for me, um, I struggle with meditation because of that. Because I go right into what needs to be done and this and that. And like really centering with myself. Um, so I actually lean on prayer more. Mm-hmm. Because prayer gives me permission to give it to an outer source for me. Like, it gives mm-hmm. me permission to give that to somebody else, to give that to the universe. So, it ain't even, it's it's not even necessarily a manifestation. It's, it's me being able to be submissive in a space. And I allow myself to really be. Like, because this is a being, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's way bigger than me, that mm-hmm. already know the plan, that already got it together. And so it's just a moment in time that I can say, I know you know. Yeah. And I don't have to know. And I and I take that breath of that. Yeah. Like, so I take that. But then manifest. I mean, not manifestation, but meditation is more like I need to get better with tuning into me and tuning into what's inside of me and stop that stimulation. And um, that's a tough thing. Like there are sometimes that I close my eyes and I feel like the inside of my eyes yep. is still moving. Yeah, like, still, still moving. moving. So, it takes me an hour I'm to fall asleep this, because of that. that. But, the, but, but you have to start calming your body down, too early like so that's, that's taking why a you shower do, and, and that's why you and that's why you, know. you do guide it first because mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. gonna talk you through it so now there's a voice like telling you what to do and it's a voice you can focus on mm-hmm. that'll guide you there also this um a good idea for you might be to pray first and then go into meditation because mm-hmm. now I've kind of dumped it. I've talked about it. Mm-hmm. I've kind of got it off my chest a little bit. And so literally stay in that same position that you are in prayer. Mm-hmm. Pray, get it done. And after you say amen, just sit there. Don't move and just mm-hmm. stay right. Don't get up. I struggle. And so um, it, might, it might help a little bit. Like if it's freshly dumped. Yeah. Maybe. So the know. thing <laughs> is, I meditate best in the morning too. That's the mm-hmm. thing too. I, before mm-hmm. I can't do it at night when the day has been the day. I can pray at night, but I have to um, meditate in the morning. I've learned that. Um, and sometimes I go sit in the hot tub. Sometimes I don't. Like yeah. I will find a reason to think about something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. It's I, hard. I, I found that <laughs> yeah. I do it better in the morning because I'm up. Like I, I haven't mm-hmm. let the entire day get to me yet. Mm-hmm. So I've done that. Um, but I love them That's both. Good. That's good. Uh, okay, very okay. much so. And so um, real quick. And um, this is my first time seeing the shoes, and I'm just the whole, I'm the time, okay? She found the whole time. You was walking out, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here with no shoes on, and she got on heels. Like mm-hmm. ooh, heels with the like, those are the ones where you put on your um, you know that uh, that That's that, that yeah, <laughs> that sheer wall with the heels, and you stroll down your marble floors in this bitch. Yes, like, that, them, yeah. I yeah. just love to dress up, y'all. Don't don't yeah, think well, none you of it. Good. You look right. good. You yeah. look damn you look good. good. Yes. Right. Yes. Because so, usually I got on the extra large sweat and hoodie, probably from the boys. That's section. what I thought she was going to wear because that's what I got on. <laughs> Wait a damn minute. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. So we're gonna get into a discussion question real quick before we um let Des cheers us out. And um, we like to let our guest host answer these questions first. And, you know, okay. we'll ad lib a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to go straight into um, getting to know you deep. We're going to cut right into the shit. And so one thing I wanted to ask you was, and you kind of touched on it, but, you know, we want to pry a little bit more if that's okay. Mm-hmm. So we want to know about a time that you struggled with your spiritual spirituality 
and what you did to reconnect. So I want to mm. know, like, because give us the nitty gritty. Yeah, because I, I know we all <laughs> we all have times where we're not always spiritually spiritually connected, or if you don't find yourself a spiritual person, you know, just not connecting or not being present and not, you know, like going inside of ourselves and really unpacking stuff, mm-hmm. right? And so I know sometimes we get spiritually disconnected. I've been spiritually disconnected. Mm-hmm. And I know with me, I can tell in my body, you know, like when I'm spiritually disconnected, mm-hmm. I'm way more tense. Um, I'll get sick for mm-hmm. sure. Like I get in a season of just like, can't get rid of a cold, can't get mm-hmm. rid of a cough type thing, Yeah, you know? And so I want to know, like, how did you know you were spiritually disconnected? What factors or distractions around you? you know, were you noticing that was keeping you disconnected? Okay. And then what did you do to get back to a space of reconnecting? So this is going to be real, real, real. Um, One of my biggest things, I always talk about relationships the most. And I think that's why I'm so grateful for the rape field. Um, Not only because I'm a survivor, but also because relationships has always been a big thing for me because I have daddy issues. Okay. Um, Daddy issues because my dad has always been present in my life, but also not really present. Always mm-hmm. here, but not here. That's a good mm-hmm. And so, you know, a lot of people don't talk about that. They think daddy issues stems from oh, their, them just being absent. Girl. My dad has been absolutely here every step of the way. Um, however, not present in what I needed. Mm. And so those issues stemmed in my relationships and the things that I allowed, what I didn't allow, the things that, I mean, it took me down a spiral of sexual assault, domestic violence, you name it, I've been there, okay? Okay. So when I knew I was far gone, I was in this very toxic relationship for like six years. And I'm not going to blame it all on that person. It was on me as well Mm -hmm. because of the things that I didn't change about me, the things that I didn't work on with me, the things that I allowed. I mean, the things that I even allowed to change who I was, you know, Mm -hmm. it was a situation where I was even an abuser at one point in time. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was it was really crazy. I knew that I was far gone when I started praying to God and asking for him to be, I'm like, kill him, Lord. That's the Mm. only way I'm going to be able to get out this relationship. Kill him. If you do something to him, that's the only way I can escape. Mm. And I was never that type of person to wish bad on anyone, pray bad on anyone, anything like that. But I really used to pray like, if you just get rid of him, I can move on and be who I want to be. That's the only way I can leave. And when I realized that, I said, you've lost yourself. And then the situation where I told you I had got so deep, dark, when I pulled up to the church, I started crying. It was close to that time frame. I could do nothing but cry. And they prayed over me at church. And I remember after church, I went back to his house and I think he said some real nasty stuff to me and then left. And I stood at the window and I called my mom and I said, mom, everything in me wants to leave, but I can't walk out the door. And she said, just walk. If you just come to me, I said, Ma, I can't. It took 30 minutes for me to leave the house. Mm-hmm. I like left out. I like, I like unlocked. I didn't have a key at the house to the at that point. I um unlocked the bottom lock so that I could just open the door in and out when I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I leave and I get in the car and I get back out and I get back in the house. And then I I did it a couple of times and then I said, just leave. And I left and I could breathe. And I went to my mom's house and I was deeply depressed and sad, but I felt better because I was with my mom and we mm-hmm. sat there and we laughed and we ate, we ate golden Oreos. I will never forget it. I said, They're my favorite. I'd rather eat Oreos with my mom than be depressed and sitting in this space that's so negative. But 
when I knew I was spiritually gone is when I was praying for someone else's demise. Mm. And then not even that, I tried Ooh, to hurt him. I tried to hurt him. Mm. And I didn't care about my future. Mm. And I've never been like that. I wanted him gone. And it's not even like I had put a gun or nothing like that. Like, yeah. I mean, even so, people get in them situations. Hell you yeah, know, so do. I knew when I lost me, I was gone from, like, there was no sign of God in me whatsoever. And in order to get it back, I relied on my mother. My mother helped me through that. My best friend, Fiera, she helped me through that. Um, What's her name? Fiera. Fiera what? Harris. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say. Um, she actually commented she here. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, oh, that's Fee. That's Fee. <laughs> that's my girl. She she doesn't under... I don't think she really understands the the times that she had been there for me. I, and that, another thing, too, like, I never really mess with women. Mm-hmm. never did i had one female best friend in high school and after we fell out i never trusted another female again fiera and ano they are the two women that had helped me rebuild relationships with women and trust women mm-hmm. you know i wouldn't even be here right now at this podcast I'm, yeah all right right you know, right. You know um mm-hmm. but can i just say the importance of women like your friendships you the you importance of your friendships like mm-hmm. people talk about your love relationships uh-huh. yeah but your friendships when i mean heartbreak oh yeah and that like yeah it, it's a difference way more it than is. romantic save my life way more than romantic relationships yeah. it's a difference i agree if it wasn't for my female friends and even my relationship with my mother i don't even know if i would be here right now mm. they literally saved my life and they don't understand how much credit i give to them because there's been times where i've asked god to intercede on my behalf because i can't pray i can't even open my mouth to pray i can't even get on my knees i can't mm-hmm. say anything and my friends have stepped in and saved me mm. even by the slightest gesture of how you feeling today sis mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like it has saved me you know, or even giving me a laugh. the people praying for you when you can't pray for yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, man, listen. That support mm-hmm. is everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, like, some of the situations we were in as kids was both of my parents struggled with addiction. Mm-hmm. And so me and my siblings had been in some situations that's like, I don't, you know, I don't, it's mm-hmm. by the grace of God, we wasn't in foster homes and all this type mm-hmm. of stuff. And so I really believe in that. Like somebody was praying for us because mm-hmm. we wasn't old enough to know to pray for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And at that time, we didn't have the guidance to really pray for ourselves for real because our mm-hmm. examples was, you know, compromised by addiction and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so those people, I'm trying to tell you, those people who just watching, who voluntarily become a part of the village to yeah. like support you and hold you up, Regardless of who they are, because sometimes what you would they think, look like because sometimes you would think it'd be your, your family and yeah. it don't be your family. Mm-hmm. Don't you know what I mean? And honestly, it, it's all kinds of people. So I, I'm, a, I'm a firm that believer that, we that like, like to people ignore can, because of that. People exactly. can spiritually like step in on your behalf and like speak up sure for you when, you when you in that space. I really believe my, that. My ex from college, even though we we didn't make it. I still to this day give him so much credit because he taught me how to be loved as a man. He taught me how to respect myself mm-hmm. as a woman. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have that basic foundation. Mm-hmm. Like he taught me from a man's point of view. These are things you should expect. These are things you should do. And I wasn't mature enough to handle that relationship at that point in time. But if it was not for him and shout out to you, Joshua Barnes, I got to say your name. Um, Joshua. Joshua. <laughs> 
right. I would not even be here right now in a point of understanding, you know, and I don't, I'm not able to give him that uh, recognition now because we're not in the space of just communication. He's married. He's doing great Mm -hmm. in life. You know, of course those, those relationships cut off, but I still have to let, you know, the world know that if it wasn't for him, I would have never understood what my worth really was. He, or maybe he planted a seed. Oh, yeah, let me, let me change that. Was there for a reason. Right. He put that mustard seed in me. Let well, me not give season, him all but the it was credit. A reason, okay? Yeah, okay. Exactly. Season and reason. So you what was your other question you said? So basically, like, so um it was it was basically yeah, you did. Because the question was, how did you know you were disconnected and mm-hmm. how did you reconnect? And I so reconnected I like, with yeah. my mother, honestly, yeah. watching Amen. her grow and watching her. I said, if she can get through this, I can get through this. It was so crazy. And even the women around me, they were all in their 50s, late 40s, going through the same fucking thing I'm going through mm. in my age. I'm like, damn, I don't want to be that. Amen. I was like, they literally are living the same life I'm living. I have an opportunity to change this now. Mm. And I watched my they mom do, do it. For another 20 years. Exactly. Mm. And it's like, I can't, I, I know I physically can't do it and mentally can't do it. And I watched my mom change her life. And even though she didn't always have even though her faith wasn't always at the tip top, she still remained in it. Even though she couldn't see it, she would still walk in it. And she's in the happiest space I've ever seen her in my life. Like, there's nothing that can penetrate her. That's amazing. Even now. And I said, if she can do it, Shout out to I you, mom. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to my mother. And so, and so, and... <laughs> Arlene over there trying to DJ. <laughs> Ciao. I don't forget what I was about to say because she's so yeah. goofy. But, um, but, yeah, you go. So that's that's a really interesting point you bring up because even tying it back to the summit, and yes, I'm gonna shamelessly plug. Hell yeah. But mm-hmm. One thing, Show um, you. one thing that's important is because Black women try to be so strong mm-hmm. and so perfect and don't mm-hmm. want to show no weakness and all of this. Don't and you yell at me. To, don't you yell at I, me. To I, I, I listen. How bitch up and get it going. But no, um, we, we, we wear this badge to the point where other people, because we're trying to be super women, people look at us like we're not human, right? right. And so we try to not show our kids when we weak and stuff like that. And so one thing that Des, a point that Des has touched on before with this, with this idea is that when you're in front of your kids and you acting like nothing phases you and nothing is ever wrong and you got it all together, it doesn't show them how to navigate problems. It just mm-hmm. makes them think that you don't have them. Agreed. And so, no, it just makes them think that they're not supposed to process them. Yes. So when they go through their real human emotions, they think something's wrong with them because yes. they didn't see you go through human right. emotion. And so to hear you talk about, I saw my mom being perfect and I saw her rise up mm-hmm. and that helped me yeah. rise up because I yeah. knew that it didn't have to be the end just because shit was bad. Mm-hmm. And that's because Yo, you know, your mom was strong enough to be transparent with you or at mm-hmm. least allow you to see it. Mm-hmm. So Amen. when it happened to you, you were able to say, okay, but there is a way back from it. Right. I can't yeah. really find it, but I know it's the way back from it. Yeah. I know this shit ain't right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And right. so that's the power of taking that cape off. Absolutely. Like we have to take it off because it's building an unrealistic, unrealistic Absolutely. expectation of the young women coming after us if we keep acting like 
we don't have no problems and we not never fucked up and down. Yeah. Right. Thank you yeah. for protecting them, but you are not. You are, you you are making it worse. Not, you are making it worse. Yes. Absolutely. Just even a mask on ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Like, we really have to unveil that mask and show our our true selves to even to yeah. our children. Like I be even with my son, I'm like, okay. I know I, I feel like I'm doing so much, so much trying to be the best parent I can. I'm like, and I don't have all the answers. Right. Right. I don't. Yeah. But you're not but supposed nobody to. Is, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you're not supposed to. Parenting is the only job that kids, does not come girl, with no real you know, you know, life. Not and in real life, your kids probably don't even expect you to have all they the don't. answers until no, you start acting don't. like you until always you do. And, and then exactly. they start expecting you to have exactly. all the answers. And that, that goes back to what I said. And like I said, it ain't about what you believe. I'm telling you what I believe in. Guy, you the most imperfect, imperfected person, the most messed up person to you as a guy. Mm-hmm. You, you're not supposed to have it together. You're supposed to mess up. I have this little saying I made. If you don't, if you don't uh, go there, you don't grow there. Mm. You got to go there in order to grow there. You got to get deep down in order to understand how you're going to get to this point. You can't learn a lesson from a lesson you ain't never been through. Right. That don't make sense. Yeah. And I and I I understand um from all levels. And I truly do believe that you gotta work on yourself and make yourself your best and present yourself at all times. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. at all times and in really- the best way that you can. But I from my standpoint, um, even what I said earlier about making sure that you just communicate with your kids, and that's knowing that they can handle it and being okay with it. Like my experiences. Um, like my dad, when I was younger, my dad was addicted to drugs and all of my aunts, all of my uncles, all my family all told my mama that she should not tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. And baby, she didn't give a fuck. And she told mm-hmm. me the truth with a smile mm-hmm. every time and told me exactly what your dad is not here because I told you, remember what I told you what happens with addiction? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And as a little kid, it changed my entire perspective of everything because I'm like, okay, it's not me. Right. It's not me. It's not cousin. And, and it's yep. like, and, yep. and everybody like, don't put that weight on her. No, I needed to know that my dad not showing it up. It took a weight off. It's oh not, my god! Yes. Because but, the thing, the thing about but the people brain didn't is understand that because I'm five. Yeah, yep. right. The yep. thing right. about the brain you know? is, no matter at what age, unanswered questions, especially when they're mm-hmm. big questions, it creates abandonment. No, if they go unanswered, you start filling in the gaps on You're your speckling, own. Yeah. Yeah. Because out of survival, you yeah. like okay, yeah. well. I'm a, you know, I'm gonna draw this conclusion, but as a child, it creates you, abandonment issues. Yeah, and you might not draw the right conclusion, or you don't have all the information mm-hmm. to draw a conclusion because nobody's giving it to you. Mm-hmm. So instead of you thinking like my parent is sick, my parent is struggling with something, if nobody's saying anything to you, you automatically think it's me. They don't want to be around me. They're mm-hmm. not choosing me. They don't care about me. Absolutely. Yep. So Absolutely. Children yep. can understand things if you explain it to Absolutely. them. Absolutely. They are like, the most resilient people in the world. They Absolutely. Are. Sponges. Yes. Sponges. And as long yep. as you break it down for them to be able to interpret. I thank my mom every day for telling me. Because before that, I'm like, damn, do my dad not like me? Is yes. it a problem? Yes. With, why don't he want to be with me? Right. I'm like, what's wrong with me? There were times, there were things that he did that I took personal. I started Girl. to develop migraines right. as a child. I remember sitting in the doctor's office and the doctor like, what are you worried about? Mm-hmm. Like you, like the doc, I remember this old white man, like you have to stop worrying as a baby, mm-hmm. as a kid. I'm like mm-hmm. four or five. And finally, my mom was like, okay, I'm about to tell you what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. she was just like, I, I don't know what else to do. I got to tell you. Yeah, and it was like magic, y'all. The second she told me, my headaches disappeared because it was like a click. Like, oh, 
No, seriously. That's like, what this is about. And I'm going to tell you, I didn't have that experience. Like, my parents were struggling with addiction bad for a long time, and nobody said shit to me about it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, it took me to like get to law school. Mm-hmm. Like, in or because, you know, I had all these coping mechanisms on how I was dealing with it. But mm-hmm. in real life, in order to really set me free, it took me to go to law school and understand mm-hmm. from a academic standpoint yep. what the crack epidemic and was. And it's systematic, mm-hmm. yes. And it's systematic yes. and really understand what the mm-hmm. fuck happened. Because yeah. nobody was talking it out with me. Our community was attacked. Yeah. yeah nobody's yeah. talking it out with me. And it's this big secret. And yep. it's like, well, I you do understand that I do recognize that she's not here or he's yeah, not here. Exactly. And y'all not gonna fill it in. And it was literally a hole until mm-hmm. I got my doctorate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that wasn't that long ago. And that's not okay because that creates wow. so many holes in your developmental stages. Mm-hmm. I'm telling and, you. And it creates so many insecurities. Because you, you don't know. Yeah. You, know? I, you know what this makes me wonder? I, this might be off off subject but i wonder is it just the black community that does that do they feel like it's so much adversity on uh-huh. us that they don't want to add something else on you know no. i'm playing devil's advocate with yeah. that you know yeah, i really yeah. know the answer but i'm just playing devil's yeah. advocate with that um, i think in real life um number one like people people tend to steer away from difficult conversations yeah like and that's that's everybody yeah. is very uncomfortable mm-hmm. and then also we've made being communication able, taboo yes yeah. and then like, being like trying like you you put so much pressure on yourself trying to find the words to explain something to a child when really you just got to talk and be real with them i mean you do need to do some you know like consider how you're going to deliver the information mm-hmm. but at the same time it doesn't have to be perfect they can feel that you love them and you're yeah. trying to be honest with them, yes. you know, so just try yes. your best yes. to answer yes. their questions. Yeah. But that's the thing, like confronting horrible things, holding people accountable. Um, and I think that that's something that people in general struggle with is accountability. Agreed. Um, yep. So accountability having and confrontation mm-hmm. is some, oh, and rejection yeah. because if they don't get the response that they expect, it and feels like because, rejection. Mm-hmm. And all of those things make us fear. Now we go into a whole session. Being I'm real. over here like... Because they have stigmas attached to all of those words you name. Yeah. There are negative stigmatisms that are attached to those names when they're not always negative. It's just like the word ignorance. It doesn't, it's not a bad thing. It's it not, just means it just you're mean not you knowledgeable. Know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, so... <laughs> I think if we were to break down these threat, yeah. break down these thresholds or break down these connections we have to these mm-hmm. words and looking at them from a negative sense and look at them as a more positive sense or mm-hmm. what it really means, we would be able to open up more. Even but because we think everything is negative, yeah. yeah. See, it mm-hmm. is. my mom got with my stepdad when I was like one, right? Mm-hmm. So he's all I remember, right? Mm-hmm. But that, still my stepdad. Mm-hmm. So it got to the point, it was one point, like I was, it was undergrad. And I went through a whole phase of realizing I still feel some kind of way because I don't know mm-hmm. what happened to this man, why he wasn't there, what did I do, mm-hmm. why wasn't he there for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my mama, what she was very transparent. She was like, if you want to find him, I can find him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she like, I know you got aunts and all of these people over mm-hmm. there they know about you like she was transparent. And I don't know if that was too transparent because I'm like, mm-hmm. well, why these bitches ain't asking about me? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, what's going on? But I felt bad because my step, my dad, that's my daddy. Like, he's right, always right. been there. Yeah. So why I got a daddy? Why do I feel like this? Right. That's I. I shouldn't. The, I shouldn't the, feel like this because like, I don't want a piece of you, and I don't want her to feel no kind of know. way. Because it's just like it was right. just. What do I? 
okay, I'm not going, we just going to put that on the shelf. I don't know what to do with that. I don't, you know. Yeah. And then I think parents, like they struggle too. Like they feel like because they can't relate to something that the child might be going through, they don't seek out help. You know, they feel uncomfortable with, yeah. You I know, don't think and a lot of parents think their kids are going through stuff that they're not going through. Because they feel like they're a kid. A, oh, yeah. yes. You don't feel nothing. You're a yeah. kid. You don't got feelings. That so, a lot. Or they, yeah. or they think you don't see it. They really think uh, they're so good at hiding yeah. what's that going you on. don't see yeah. it. They can't see everything. Yeah. Or you won't remember it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. You kids remember everything. Yes, I remember or, you or, that. And this is usually when I get under parents' skin. Or you work so hard to give your child what you didn't have. And that's not even what your child needs. Exactly, Ooh. or one, or one. Yeah. You work, you, yeah. you my daddy went there, so I'm gonna make sure that I'm there every day. And it's like they are fine. That's not what they press. That about. is not Love what languages. They yep. got, they got some bullying going on. You mm-hmm. don't even see it because you pressed yep. to be in this other role. Like, yep. yeah, but because you look, because you grew up in poverty, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna make sure my baby dripped down and Gucci, and then be surprised when all he wanted was Spider-Man and you'll be like, languages. you wasn't there for me. Like, like you was always working. You bought me all this, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. You didn't you say I love there. you. Who are you? You didn't right. hug me. And you like, I don't bought 50 pairs of Jordans and all your ass wanted was a hug. Yeah. 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 That's people like what you was talking about earlier. Like, your daddy was like there, that. but not being exactly. there. People like, he think, provided. Because they're kids. They don't have love languages. No. As soon as you pop out the womb, you got your own love language. Yes. And you got to you gotta be willing to dig into your child and talk to your child and figure yeah. out what that is. Now. What is it that you want? What is it that you need? Just because you're five doesn't mean you don't know what you want and need. In that moment, now do I think and you that's may need a black thing? I do. Yeah, you yeah. may need help with guidance. Yeah. Get into the answer. I yeah. can, you know. And if you can't, if you feel like you can't guide them to the answer, seek out other resources. Mm-hmm. However, you don't always know the answer just because you're a parent. You know, and oh, parents, child, that's they be like, yeah. oh, I got that title, so I automatically know what you no, want you and don't. what you need. That yep. ain't true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so this was a great discussion. Hey. Like, we really got into it. We, we took it. How yes. y'all feel? How y'all feel? I feel like we need to take our shot now. Listen, perfect time and perfect time to cheers to life, Because then we had to cheers to life. Tell us what we cheers to life. Tell us what we take shots to. Tell us what we cheers to. You can always come back. You can always come back. I remember I want a sweatshirt. Let me tell you, I walked in here. We got some t-shirts? I walked in here heavy. You saw what I did. I, I really did. It. I felt it on you. I That's felt a little under, the, under the weather, but I'm like, no, you did. I feel I'm lighter now. Good. See? I'm lighter. Right. And, I'm t- and all you did was drop one thug tear. That's it. <laughs> Imagine if you dropped six of them bitches. Skip y'all. No, <laughs> never. It was never. a tear and a half. I'm sitting next to her. Oh, never. <laughs> you real gangster. I'm, I'm too much of a gangster to be shed more than like one was enough. I feel lighter after this episode. I ain't gonna yes. hold you up. This was probably. Yeah. So let's pick up our glasses. This yes. is definitely Take top it, three know, episodes. Get us. All right, ladies. Oh, I got nothing in my cup. Oh, shot, shot. They picking up Andy Cubs. Listen, Arlene, Arlene was the best bartender. Yeah, she done made sure everybody <laughs> kept a shot. Okay. I, I wasted one. She replaced it. I was like, yes. damn. Okay, All right, damn. so um, one thing that I just, if y'all haven't learned me yet, um, I own a private practice called Cheers to Life. And I truly believe in being a cheerleader for yourself, being a cheerleader for everybody else. And goddamn it, embracing the positivity because it's enough 
negativity around. We ain't ain't gotta do no extra grabbing Mm -hmm. to get it. It's there. But so I think that um, just like today is Monday, I think that it's important to embrace who you are, what you have. I don't give a shit what your to-do list look like. I don't care what your degrees look like. I don't care what none of that is. Show up as who you are and celebrate the beautiful shit that you have today. So tonight, if you're at home watching or later, if you're listening or ladies in here, because I know y'all got shots. Put your shots up because we're going to toast and we're going to cheers to great life. Great life. Cheers. Mm. Where the pineapple juice? Lord Jesus. Jesus. Y'all. Woo! All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Anyway, I gotta move her hand out the way. Yep. Oh my God. Thank y'all so much for joining the Go to Girls podcast. It is your girl, Des, the executive producer of this show and executive director of Golden Girls Group, who I got all the way over there. It's your girl, Missy, the one you love, the messiest one you know. Thank you so much again for listening and thank you for being a friend. Who we got over there next to Destiny, the host next to Destiny? It's DJ, what's going on? <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas, y'all. Merry, Merry fucking Christmas. Christmas. the holiday spirit over here. I just want y'all to know that. Okay? Yes, ma'am. All right. All right, and who is our guest that we are wishing farewell to? We got Kirsten Miller, a.k.a. DJ Honey Red. Call me for all your needs. Kids, corporate, personal, private, don't matter, I do it. Period. Okay, can you do a plug one more time for the advocacy? Where can they reach out if they're struggling with what? Let them know. If you are struggling with sexual assault, it doesn't matter if you were a child, you're grown, it doesn't matter what you need, when it happened, um, we can provide it for you. Avalon Healing Center, everything is completely free and confidential. Or reach out to Sasha Center. They are Black-owned, they are amazing as well. They have amazing resources for you as well. All right, and where can they find us? Destiny. All right, so y'all know y'all can find Golden Girls Podcast and Golden Girls Group and everything else at goldengirlsgroup.org. And then you also can check our podcast everywhere that you listen to podcasts. That's including Anchor, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you look, we'll be there. Thank y'all so much for being a friend. We love y'all so much. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.